Action-packed episode of The Decision Reel featuring Steve, featuring George, and featuring myself, your host, Brent Latham. This week we go over The Lost Boys. Ooh, I liked it. Is it all right? <laughs> I kind of improvised it. We're that trying. was great, man. Yeah, that, that was that was that's your wedding DJ voice. Yeah, it is. That was good, man. That is, it's so cheesy. I love it. I love it. I'll embrace the cheese. That's oh, yeah. what we do here. The cheese. We embrace the cheese. Yeah, cheese. And real melty. And this week with the Lost Boys, there was some cheese to embrace. <laughs> this one oh was a God. sharp cheddar for <laughs> the sharpest, <laughs> sharpest, <laughs> funky cheddar. I don't fucking care. It's, it's like a nice. It was like a nice Irish cheddar. Yeah, mm. I yeah. like that because it's sharp, but it's still like. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. I'm in it. Yeah, creamy. I want Cream. it. It's real cheesy. I'm gonna need a cracker. But right. I, I, I want it. I'm gonna say right off the bat, I love and hate this movie at the same time. That is a. That is a. Yep. A yep. suit. Yep. And you know why I love it? You're looking at it right there. I have the giant poster of it framed in glass, staring at us while we do this. It's a little extra, but okay. I mean, it is. I don't uh, care. It's a good poster. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's a great movie film poster. Um. Still trying to, I still can't remember the guy's name that plays the lead. Who plays Michael? Keeper. No, oh, uh, Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick. You know you're an actor when you have two first names. <laughs> right. That's a good one. Yeah, for sure. And then you have a uh, Kiefer Sutherland and good old Reefer. Uh, and then, and then the Frog Brothers, which, which, coincidentally, aren't on the poster. You're right. Corey, I, I feel like Corey Haim is the main character of this movie. For sure. Oh, right? He's also uh, the worst actor in this whole movie. Oh, dude, he's a, he was a terrible actor his whole life. Terrible. Like, why? Weird, you know? I didn't think he was, like, oh, my God, bad. Do but you need yeah. me to pull up some clips? Oh, no, no, no. He's no, no, really, no. really bad in this movie. He is not. Mike! He, <laughs> he's not, like, Oscar. My, brother, my own brother. Right. A blood-sucking whatever he says. Like, yeah. ugh, He's, like, delivery, 12, like, though. Push him down. Okay, have you seen The Sixth Sense, man? You're right, you're right. I don't want to hear shit about that. But this isn't The Sixth Sense. This is The Lost Boys. Like, come on. Corey Feldman, better actor. Have you seen Stand By Me? Dude, Dude, come on. I don't want to hear shit about kids. You know what's actually really crazy about that? Fun fact, I'm going to throw it out there. I didn't put it down, but the movie they made before this, Corey Feldman did, was with Kiefer Sutherland Mm -hmm. on... Stand by Stand me. Stand by me. And they literally oh, went yeah. from that to this. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I never made that what connection. They were totally. Body. Yeah. God. And Kiefer, what is it with him playing these like, you know, uh, like he's, he's like got, a vampire greaser in this. He was like a 50s greaser in that. Like, well, what's the deal? He, he, got that plays, look, he looks good. He plays a great it. villain. He sure does. He's just got that, that look, that man. That movie that I think I brought up a hundred times where he's like raping children. He looks terrifying in that movie. What the fuck movie is that? It's not double jeop. Is it? No, it's not double, no, jeopardy. Not double jeopardy. Is it eye for an eye? Is it one of his Ashley Judd movies that was yeah. around that time? Yeah. Okay. Like he like. Oh, I heard you talk about this on an episode I wasn't present for. I think he like rapes the daughter and then like tries to do it again or like he. I don't know. It's crazy. Interesting. Yeah, yeah he, he's a very good, uh, terrible, terrible person actor. Yeah. 
Like they could do but, like Last but, House on the Left with him in it and probably be awesome. But then you watch 24 and he's Jack Bauer and he's great at that. But is he kind of a villain in that? I don't know. I've never seen 24. Never seen an episode. Really? No. Premise he's, interests me though. It's like it's like every episode is an hour of a day and the whole yeah. season is 24 hours, yeah. right? Like that's very cool. Yeah. Like a real time thing, but uh, never seen it. I, I watched it not religiously, but I remember watching the first probably four seasons when they were on television. And then, like, going back and watching it again, like, oh, my God, I fucking forgot I watched all of this. Wow. You know what my number one big pet peeve about cop shows? Um, any cop show. Hawaii Five-0, CSI, 24, whatever. You pick one. If they get a call, they are immediately there. Traffic does yeah, not no. exist in TV cop shows. And well, they're all in, like, mega metropolis areas. Like, I hate it. Well, it's one of those things, right, where it's like, hey... All right, yeah, I want it to be a realistic show, but I don't want to sit and watch them go through traffic for twenty minutes of the I know, episode. But it's just so it's maybe be like, hey, it took ten minutes to get here. Fuck, traffic was bad. All right, right let's all right. fix your heart. Oh, you're Some, dead. Yeah, right. Right. They're not. They can't always be there. Is what I'm saying. One of the they vampires in this movie was in a lot of shit in the '80s, and the the the, the dude barely spoke in this movie. Wait, a minute. is it Alex Winter? Is that the dude from Bill and Ted? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. If you watch the credits, it says introducing Alexander Winter. Alexander oh. Winter. Holy yeah, moly. but this isn't his first movie, so it was a weird like. Why are you saying introducing? Weird. I still haven't seen the new Bill and either. Uh it's it's not one of those. I gotta watch it, but when you watch it, you feel kind of the same that you're watching the original '80s movies, but it loses just a little bit. And I feel like that's just the nostalgia of people going, "Well, of course the original is better." It's always going to be better. You saw it at a different time in your life. Now you're seeing this and you're older and wiser and more like fuck everything in, in the world. Right. So you're going to say fuck this. Yeah, movie. we're like the generation of cynicism, honestly. Oh, yeah. It's like 9-11 happened and we all just like lost our innocence. Yeah, like there's, I know there's probably 50 movies that I currently really love that if I watched today for the first time, I would hate. Oh, for sure. Just, right? just different just, perspective in mind. Like, without the rose tinted glasses you're saying, yeah, like you would, you would just hate it today. Probably. Yeah, I, I would I think, think this is you. the shittiest thing I've it's, ever it's seen. It's so but cheesy, it's so corny, and, like, I can't even embrace it because it's so bad. Yeah. Right, but I watched it at a time where I was like, man, this movie's great, and anytime I watch it, I feel like I did when I watched it the first time. So I'm, like, in that wow. rose-tinted whatever. What an interesting, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did Jason Patrick do anything else after this? No, not really. Wow. And it makes no sense because, albeit, okay, he's not, like, a great actor in the movie. No. He's got a good look as a movie star. Oh, yeah. He's got a good, like, sort of attitude and whatnot, but great name as well. He didn't really do much. He was I'm on not, some TV shows and whatnot afterwards. He did movies, but not, like, huge budget. Uh, another whatever. movie where everybody's just sweating. Everybody's just glistening in this movie. Just hot. It's I, got that Southern California look. Yeah. You know? Well, okay, so if you notice 80s movies especially with, like, where actors wear appliances on their faces, they're sweating, it's because putting water on the appliance makes it look realer. Oh. So if you didn't do that, your your eyes are drawn to how bad the appliance looks on their face. Now you're going, What do you okay, mean by appliance? Like makeup? So the, the word is an appliance. I know what you're saying, though. Like uh, a foam latex makeup that oh, they put on. Oh, like, okay. Right? They call it an appliance to go on their face. So if you look at... The vampires, when they turn into vampires, the right. whole forehead is a, a giant glued-on piece. Right. Yeah. So spray some fake water on there to look like they're sweating, and it looks real because that's not really their forehead. And then what's the little kid's name? I don't The one that jumps through the bed at the end? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was... It's <laughs> one of them. Kill it. Kill it. <laughs> yeah. ah! That was so cheesy. Uh, he doesn't even do anything. Nope. 
Okay, so big grape with this movie was here. Uh, so I haven't seen this movie in you know easily ten years, and when I saw it ten years ago, I was like absolutely not. I don't think I knew what this movie was supposed to be, and uh, so this time when I was like searching for it to stream it, the genre came up: horror comedy. So I was yeah. like, okay, this is not a comedy. This they they were maybe it does make you laugh. They weren't going for it. There's a couple one-liners where you're like, okay, that's funny. Like at the end when the grandfather's like, one thing I couldn't ever understand is all the goddamn vampires. Like, ah. yeah, that that was good. That was well, pretty funny. That to me just shows you that he might have been a vampire because uh-huh. there's stuff alluding to him being a vampire what? through the whole movie. Dude, Grandpa was out during the day, bro. Was I don't he? think I don't think he was. So a was that Max guy? I, Oh. I don't. So you're saying he's like another head vampire, and he just him and Max. Maybe, no, no. Maybe he's just a random dude who's eh. also a vampire. I don't think so. Eh. I see. I see. I see that there's theories. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't buy it. Maybe I don't know. And I like how mom pays the bills working at a card. Uh, 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 excuse me, a, a boardwalk comic book shop, like movie well, movie uh, shop. Back in the day. Things weren't that expensive. She just moved there, right? True. So you don't know. She could have had. They said that she got divorced, right? She probably had so, alimony coming in, right? She probably had Definitely some child support. Yeah. Something maybe in the divorce. Here you get a chunk of change, and she's looking for a job. They're there for like a week. Let's be real. Oh yeah. So she might not even got a paycheck yet. They show up and like, there's just like a rocking party with sexy sax man on oh the fucking God. beach. We Which need, we I need did to, not know that that was a real person. Yeah, he's still like touring around yeah, doing the same thing, that. wearing the same chain necklace. Dude, so he made Lost Boys, and he was like, "I'm that's it. That's my life that's goal, my right life. there." Yeah, uh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah he has a cameo account. You can get him to send you like a happy birthday. Yeah, doing the, the sex. My birthday is coming up in a couple of days, guys. Do it. So, uh, yeah, one, one How of much y'all, are they? I'm not doing it's, it for myself. If it's like 20 know. bucks, I'm in. <laughs> Dude, I'm just kidding. I'm going to find a real I shitty B, Mag, B movie actor and get him Georgia Cameo for his birthday. <laughs> Tara Reed. Oh, my God. Her face looks like it's melting off. George, happy birthday. You know what? I'm going to tell her you said that, too. All right. <laughs> so, hey, this I'm, movie. Oh, that's it. I'm buying Georgia Cameo. Tonight. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I got Wally one. Did I tell you about that? No. So me and Wally are big Metal Gear Solid fans. And this is kind of funny because this kind of ties into this. Kiefer. Kiefer. Um, what's his face? David Hayter is on Cameo. Shut up. So I got him I a, love him. Did he do the snake voice? Yeah. A surveillance camera? Dude, dude it's so good. I, I'll show it to you. He did like a two-minute long thing for Wally. It was like 50 bucks. I was like, God damn, yeah. Hell yeah. I did I did that for my stepdad one year for uh, uh, Father's Day. I got Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hello. Man, That's I wonder awesome. if Bruce Campbell does it. I do it for my dad. I think he does. Shut up. Yeah. What? Dude, Cameo, I've been watching. Cameo eight. also sponsor us. We are fucking plugging the shit out of you right now. Yeah, right? Goddamn. Yeah. You want a Miller Light there? No. All right. George no B. problem. That's fine. So this movie that we're talking about, The Lost Boys. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. We're where, talking about The Lost Boys. Where to watch it currently is Voodoo, Amazon Prime, YouTube, Google Play, and Apple TV. You cannot watch it for free anywhere. Nope. We're picking a lot of these movies lately that... You cannot watch anywhere for free. Mm. I just figured it with be, it being the Halloween season, somebody would have had this movie. Well, for so, sure. So it is funny, a classic. funny story. I watched it yesterday at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I go. Uh, I had a hockey game last night. Went and played a hockey game. Came back home, and my wife is watching it on Paramount on the channel two. What is it? Two forty one on Directv. So it's on TV. And I was just like, oh, shit, you're watching. She's like, yeah, it was on before the movie she was so watching, So that means too. it's probably streaming on Paramount Plus for free. Yeah. No, it's not. That's bullshit. Because I looked it up. Huh. Only these sites. There's so, so many streaming services yeah. now. I hate it so much. Yeah, man. We got exactly what we wanted. Yep, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. 
I just want to be able to say, I want this channel, this channel, and this channel. Tell me how much. I will tell you that I am uh, pirating again. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 100%. I, I never stop. <laughs> it's good for economy. Yeah. Right? I love that the meme where it shows like all the different, or it shows like Netflix and then whatever the one was. And then it now shows like everything, and the guy just dusting off the pirate cap, like oh, yep. we're back at it. You yep. know, yeah, exactly. So the synopsis of the Lost Boys, yeah. <clears throat> Teenage brothers Michael and Sam move move with their mom to a small town in Northern California, while the younger Sam meets a pair of kindred spirits and geeky comic book nerds Edward and Alan. The angst-ridden Michael soon falls for Star who turns out to be in a thrall to David, leader of a local gang of vampires. Sam and his new friends must save Michael and Star from the undead. His new gang of friends. Yeah. The Frog Brothers. The Frog Brothers. <laughs> the Frog Brothers. Dude, the first, the first guy that Kiefer Sutherland bites in the head and it's just like blood. Just, oh, my God. <sighs> like, yes. I wanted more of that. Yeah, the, yeah. it could have used a couple more scenes of that for sure. I will say this movie is very straight to the point and doesn't waste any time. It's brisk. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's and only like an hour and a half long. No, yeah. yeah. Right, right in the pocket, man. Right in the pocket. <laughs> right in the pocket. <laughs> Excuse me. And I like that, but I could have used more vampire kills, right? Like, right. Yeah, they're showing the people in the beginning where they're making out in the car and the car fucking roof gets ripped off for no reason whatsoever. I like how it's filmed the beginning where you're literally the vampire flying through the air, but you don't know that yet. That's yep. cool. That song that they play through the whole movie, I like. Dude, uh, what, what song? It's the beginning song. It's the when he's dreaming or whatever, oh, the, falling. Shall yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Cry Little Sister. It's yeah. a good song. I That's like it. It's a great it. song, actually. You Every don't like time it. They, it I liked it, but they just kept doing it. I was like, Yeah, it got like, a little played out at the end. You, there are other songs, Joel. No, we got. <laughs> the budget is like the, fucking yeah, stretched thin. This one's thin. fucking good, right. man. Like, have you heard it? And I'm like, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> cool, put it in everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't put it in everywhere. All right. Cool, whatever. <laughs> so this is written by Janice Fisher, Jeffrey Baum, and James Jeremias. Directed by, who we just said, Joel, Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher. Who has done, I would say, one good movie besides this. Because this is, I would, I would say it's a good movie. What's the other the one? one? St. Elmo's Fire. It's okay. In St. Elmo's <laughs> Fire. Well, obviously, there's there's a couple other movies he's done. Come on. You know you want to say it, man. Just say it, dude. The old Batmans. <laughs> I, I knew it. I love and hate I those know. movies, You too, don't right? like the Schumacher Batmans? No, no. I love them, but they are not good movies. They are not uh, good. No, and I not. also... Dude, Talk Batman and Robin is so fucking bad good. It's like Talk top about of the bad cheese? good movies. That's yeah. the cheesiest. Oh, that my is, God. Let's have cheese awards. <laughs> cheesies, the cheesies, the cheesies. And, and we'll have we'll have all the different che- gouda, mozzarella, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and each one will be a different category. Sure. Oh man, we could we'd be here for weeks, guys. Cheesies. Every year, what, the whatever cheesies. the anniversary of the podcast is, the che- we're coming up on one yeah, January. Our one year, yeah. Yeah. we got to come up with the cheesy awards, the cheesies, the cheeses. I'm so excited. Cool. So he's also done phone booth, which you've talked about. I love that movie, and just because I don't like Colin Farrell. But goddamn, if he doesn't do, a, he's a one man show. Have you seen? Not to take away your fire there, the new trailer for the Batman. Fuck no, no, man. it just came Ooh. out too. I know it looks good. I heard that thing. It's not a signal, right? It's Dude, a warning. Colin Farrell looks like he looks look and like, sounds nothing like him. Who's and yeah. you would know the who's Penguin. Co- oh yeah, Dude. Ugh. he looks nuts. Yeah. It's great. Um, he's like a New Yorker. You and I, yeah. but Funny, you and I yeah. just. Uh, we saw the new Halloween. Yes. The same day. You, you both saw the new Halloween? Yeah. 
Still, I don't want to hear a fucking thing. I plan on watching it very soon. I'm very excited. Okay. That is like that is my movie, dude. The Halloween movie. He's gonna shit. he's gonna feel the same way we do. Don't yep. tell. Do not. Please don't like pry me in any way. Cool. Uh, oh. I have very strong. See, about see my face. Generally. This is my face. This is not the nice or the bad face. It's yeah, just a face. Cool. Yeah, it's a face. Moving on. We can't exactly. talk about this. And then this. I watched the maybe se- next week. I watched. The, I went home uh, Saturday night and watched the '78, the original one. Cool. How do you feel about watching that after watching that? Um, it makes, I mean, so I don't want to, I don't want to talk about the new one too much because of George, but, um, the, the 78 one is good. Still holds up. Oh my God. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. No, it's very good. I saw it not too long ago also. Okay. I do like, I've seen it a bunch of times. I do like what they did with the new movie, the 2018 movie. We're not talking about the new, new movie. Yeah, We're talking about 2018. Uh, yeah. I like how they sure. said, hey, all this bullshit that we made that is so out there. Except for the first one. Gone. The 78 one. Yeah. Basically, 40 years has passed. Which, which you could almost say that the uh, Rob Zombie one, like, the Rob Zombie one I thought was a very good remake. I liked both of them. It's fine. I didn't like the second one as much, but the first one I really enjoyed. Yes. Neither I, of them were bad. I like them, but I didn't like them as a Michael Myers movie. Put anybody else in that, and that's fine. I'm not going to lie. I liked H2O. Always have. Yeah, H2O That's where I was bad. going with this, but we can't talk about it. Why? Okay, yeah, please Because don't. of the, the new movie, just because there's parallels in that movie, mm-hmm. but that's where we're going to keep it at. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll watch it before next week for oh, sure. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so anyways, getting back to I The listen, Lost Boys. I, I could listen to Jamie Lee Curtis scream. She's got a good scream. She's great. Tell me a movie she's bad in. I, I don't know. No. I don't know. There's not. No, There's not great. a movie she was in where you're like, I could do without her. Yeah, I could do without old Jamie Lee. No. <laughs> no. So, uh, also, Joel Schumacher directed a movie. I don't know why I really like It's Stupid. It's called The Number 23. I've talked about it, too, before. Yeah, I'm not with you. I, Maybe it's maybe it's the Eternal Sunshine thing where it's Jim Carrey subverting what he normally does, and it's different. That's what drew me into it for sure. Yeah, it's it's, but it it just didn't. It's not a horror movie. It's like a psychological thriller. Yeah, and (laughs) man, that guy kept going. That was like a Family Guy joke where you're just like, (laughs) please stop. Oh, it's funny again. (laughs) (laughs) He went and came back around. Sorry, guys. No, so... No, I like it. That was insane. Um, (laughs) Anyways. We're going to loop that. (laughs) Just keep going. No, I really like that number, the number 23. It's it's worth a watch to have an opinion on, is what I'm saying. For sure. For sure. You got to judge it yourself. Right. So The Last Boys is starring Jason Patrick as Michael. Corey Haim is Sam, Diane West is Lucy, Edward Herman is Max, Kiefer Reefer Sutherland is David, Jamie Gertz is Star, Corey Feldman, Edgar Frog, Alex Winter is Marco. Marco, yep. Marco. He was the first one to bite it, too, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he gets it in the cave. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then melts. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, he like explodes. So covered vampire guts. But none of the other ones really do that. I mean, they all like. I guess well, like the, no, the one, said, the one in the bathtub does. How did he explodes? He like ex- he. I'm sorry. Uh, he explodes he, and but then goes out of all those spigots. Right, right. In the house. So he explodes through every orifice. Yeah. So of it's the like house. an explode melt thing. Also, but Kiefer yeah. just kind of like dies like a person. Would. And then yeah, and then he looks like a little boy. I got a fun fact for that later, so we'll get to it. Okay. This was produced and distributed by Warner Brothers. All right. Which is kind of cool. There was another name that came up in the beginning, but looking up in the credits, 
or on Wikipedia and everything. There was nothing other than Warner Brothers. Hmm. Did you look up that company's name itself? It was one of those, I did these notes, then I watched it, I was like, huh, and then I forgot about it. Right on. And now I'm remembering. Go fuck it. Here's one thing that was really weird to me. This movie is rated R. Nowhere can you find why it's rated R. It's it, got to be. It's got to be the the. I get why the, hor- the horror, the horror, violence, like yeah, you know, that, the blood. That typically, we'll get a movie. The blood, the R-ring. steak, sure, whatever. Uh, but don't, scary themes. Don't Jason Patrick and her have sex? But they don't show anything. Yeah, they just yeah, show like. like the but what I'm saying is, on the back cover of the movie, it just has the letter R. There's nothing oh, saying so what it's whatever. La, 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 la. You go to any IMDb, Wikipedia. Rotten Tomatoes just says rated R. I can't wait to hear what the tomatometer says about this. Before. The tomatometer. Yeah, this one's gonna be hard to hard to figure out. Dude, stuff like that. I think. So I also watched Freaky. Yeah, you were texting about that. Uh, I, I haven't seen that, but I want to. Opinion. You love Vince Vaughn. I love Vince Vaughn, and he's he is he is he's the Vinciest Vaughniest he's he, been. He's Vince Vaughn in the movie. He's like Wedding Crashers light. Vince Vaughn, zero. But but you gotta you gotta think. He's pretending to be a, a girl, yeah, year yeah, old yeah. girl. Yeah. Um. I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes for that movie. I was yeah. like, it can't. Not that bad. It's an eighty-five. Wow. Not deservedly, well, so, in your opinion. No, it, no, I loved it. The I feel was like so you're I, like eighty-five. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. and me and Allie looked at each other. We we're like, "Fuck, that was a good movie." So yeah, hour and forty minutes. It was great. Wow. Okay. I feel like newer movies have a higher score than they should just because they haven't been out long enough for a lot of critics to, like, bombard it and be like, nah, this ain't good. This is trash. Yeah, but, I mean, it's been out for over a year, so... Dude, you're right, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that one would have had its... Yeah. I'm going to real quick, Halloween Kills, Rotten Tomato. I don't oh, I, uh, I looked at it. Don't tell me. I'm going to... Don't uh, tell me. I looked at it. when As soon as I left the theater, I went, yep. <laughs> yep. All right, so this movie's runtime, right in the pocket. 137. 98. Oh, I was off by a minute, though. Oh, wow, you're right. Rotten Tomatoes, just where it needs to be. Yeah. Release date, July 31st, 1987. Wow, I was a year and change. We were not in existence yet. We were you're not. still flirting in, uh, in balls. Thank Maybe. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, it's weird to sure think about, were. right? Like, this movie was made before we even existed. You know, no, like, I mean, look at it. it but but no, like no, it, no, no, it doesn't. That's <laughs> the thing to me. Earrings, man. Okay, Shit. yeah. This is dude. Th- people are wearing those earrings again now. Yeah. Can I say one okay, thing? The, the, this is the twenty twenty ones are weird. The twenty twenties are weird. The twenty twenties. The 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 biggest thing in this movie that I was like, what the fuck? This is so everybody stupid. is George Michael cosplaying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the beginning, <laughs> when they're on the merry-go-round and they start pushing that dude that has like the skunk hairdo, mm-hmm. that dude was way too hard looking to be on a merry-go-round. I felt that about the whole intro. It's like these goth kids are like at a, they're playing little carnival games. Right. I was like, either commit or don't. Like, like no, no, I get you, it. Are they're... you goth and metal and punk or not? Like, go home and be punk and metal. Like, so it made sense when they were around the fire and they the got murdered, toss. right? All those guys. That yeah. made sense. Yeah, they're all listening to metal. Or and, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two they're were making out in the car. That makes sense. But them on a merry-go-round, I was like, come on, maybe. I mean, I understand they're sowing the seeds for later, right? Because they kill the cop that takes them away. Then they kill those two people in the car. Right. That's, that's weird, Joel Schumacher shit. Where I feel like he's just generally out of touch with like regular people. That's how I feel like whenever I see a movie with him. God damn it. Tell me that the costume design does not look like the Batman Forever. Or, yeah, Batman Forever. Right? No, or right. Batman and Robin. Either yeah. one. Also, 
Those henchmen look exactly Think the same. Think about, yeah. like, the layers. Yeah. He's got, like, a, their vampire layer, and it's got the Jim Morrison poster. Like, I feel like he loves... Well, Jason set Patrick des- just looked... design of a layer. Yeah, he looked just like... What's-his-face from oh, the and that was and that was... The, and, oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And they did... They played Strange. People are strange. Yeah, that's yeah. the Doors. For sure. I don't think that was the, the movie, Doors version. It wasn't yeah. the Doors version. They probably couldn't afford it. Yeah, probably but not. Yeah, but that song does definitely fit the whole vampire-esque oh, vibe, yeah. But right? how cool is their layer, though? The, the hangout spot? It's fucking... Sick. It's cool. It's I, and sick. I like I'd how when there. the he, there's an explanation for it, right? Like, he's saying that it was built on a fault line, and 100 years ago, you know, it fell through. I was like, damn, that's cool to have a backstory like that, not yep. just, hey, we got this cool cave. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it gives it gives that cave character. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then it actually, that. when you peel back the layers, like you said, did those vampires... Were they there when this happened? So that's why they knew about it, right? Because they live forever, right? Never grow old, never die. <laughs> you know, just thinking. People are strange. So yeah. this was filmed April twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six, through May nineteenth, nineteen eighty six. Three weeks, only three weeks to make this movie. I believe it. Not much happens. They don't go to many places. No, they spend most of the time at that boardwalk and the beach. So. Well, they spent like five minutes of this movie filming the sax man. Yeah, but he was on the beach. Oh, no, I understand, but he was like, okay, show one picture or one like second of him doing his sax solo, not cutting back to him every five fucking seconds. Dude, well, I mean, he... They oiled him up good, too. He was shredded. <laughs> they oiled him up good, too. They sure did, man. They are probably like, look, we spent too much money on this motherfucking guy with the sax and oiling him up. Put him in the movie for five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as much as much as he wants, and like, man. Guys, right. and like guys are like head banging, like this to that, right? Yeah, it's like the sexy, sexy sex, man. Well, oh, the man. stupid sexy sex, man. <laughs> it was uh, filmed in Santa Cruz, Valencia, Burbank, California, and then one place in Alabama. Weird. I'm, ass- I'm, I'm assuming it was the the house, because what other place would it be? Why? Why would the house be in Alabama? Because when they show up, when they're driving down the laneway or the driveway, it looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. Right. But that's such a far distance. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. Anyways, yeah. Or maybe there was a sound. No, why would the sound stages would be in California? That's like, what I was. Yeah, yeah. All the houses and stuff should be at sound stages. Yeah, it's weird. I have no idea. Yeah, unless maybe that um, when they're looking on the outside of where their ha- the layer is. Like all those signs and whatnot, maybe that was a scouted location of hey, this looks cool, let's use that. Maybe. I don't know. I hate that it doesn't like show what one day parts, they sent out yeah. a camera crew for right. uh, so establishing exter- shots yeah, and exterior that was it. shots. Yeah, some yeah. B roll. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe. Probably yeah. them flying over the trees or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Or like the yeah, I, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. So budget. <sighs> Kiefer. We need a I need a button to go. Budget. <laughs> um Pay for pig slide into this the budget. Is the eighty-seven budget. Eight, yeah, uh, Corey's and Kiefer. Well, okay, so this is the first movie the Corey's were together on. So you're not banking on that. Oh, the duo. This the is dynamic before they were. Duo. Yeah, they were everybody. Yeah, yeah. God, that was a crazy time. Like they did this bitch in three. But Corey weeks. Feldman was probably honestly though. What I've learned doing this show is that like actors don't command a huge budget generally. Just just because you got some big names doesn't generally doesn't yeah, mean right yeah doesn't exactly. mean as much as you would think it would right so I'd say like like a big soundtrack will often often be more than more that. yeah than a than an actor for yeah. sure and because, obviously yeah. like uh, special effects and locations mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. be the biggest yeah 
And th- I mean, this is in California, though. I don't know. I would say what I've noticed is the longer the shoot is, obviously, the more money it takes. Right. right? Yeah, labor's going to be the most expensive of all. Right. But not only that, you got to think of things you don't think of, like catering and just housing and sure. all this shit sure. and having everybody there every day. And yeah. I I. I don't know. I'm my 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 mind is pegged at twelve twelve million for some reason. I'm twelve. I'm around there. I'll say fifteen. Eight point five. Wow. Okay. Wow. I was thinking like uh, ten to twenty. A three week shoot. I yeah. Mean, that, that's what this was. Three weeks. Yeah. Damn. They knocked it out quick. Again, like we were saying, where do they really go? Right. No, but I would think even with the special effects and everything, I don't know. That must have been a busy three weeks, man. Cranked it out. Saying, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean. But uh, well, so what? When you break it down, what real special effects were there? Just some blood here well, and they there. They were all practical effects. I mean, but you what know. I'm saying, like, okay, you had a few shots of them in the makeup. You had a few shots of the blood being spewed. Whatever. The ending sequence looked like they were on some wires and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah flying back and forth across uh, the room. You know, the, the vampires exploding. Um, the the car going through the wall. Um, Which was all definitely on a soundstage. All that. Sure, think, sure, that, yeah. that whole thing was definitely a soundstage. Sure. And then they're being in the cave or the, the giant casket, which I thought that was kind of cool. Like, yeah. where are the caskets? The cave is one giant casket. Like, I was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, that's definitely the only real special effects in the movie. So, yeah, I mean, 8.5 is just it's way lower than I was expecting. Three weeks, I, man. I still think it's a good number. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you get a major motion picture. Excuse me. How many movies did Joel Schumacher <laughs> made at this point? Bless you. That I don't. That I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I want to pull it up. Do it. But in in while well, you're doing that, box office. This is going to be one of the older ones we've done. I'm actually looking forward to this. Well, no, the no oh, the box office. Should, take. Okay, so here's my thing. Should we change it up? Should we do the budget and the box office take, or should I do like the release date? And then the top ten, and then we get to the budget info. I like what I like what we're doing. I okay. like what we're doing also. Yeah. All right. So box office take. Man, I just feel like this movie w- took off for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, it's a very popular movie still. I'd say this is a. I I think this is probably a culty movie. It is. I would, but uh, I also think it was a blockbuster at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <clears throat> I will. I'm. I'm gonna. I really have no idea. I'm gonna say maybe twenty five. See, I'm. I'm. I'm probably. I'm, it made enough for them to bank on Joel, but I mean, it didn't inspire any sequel. Well, it did inspire twenty fucking something years later. Cult status. Yeah, I stick with my number twenty five, and that's probably highballing it. See, but those I, are like direct to DVD sequels yeah. and shit too. See, I think I think it's much higher for some reason. I don't know why, but I'm gonna go with about fifty. Wow. Okay. Okay. I I was like in your your brain too. I was like, man, this movie for it being so old. Yeah, cool, whatever. But I feel like there was a giant. Something around it, like I always heard I mean, the about whole, the movie growing up. The the whole well that in like the eighties, the economy in in eighty seven the economy was like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. People were out and about and doing it. Oh, yeah. Movie theaters were were a, a thing. The malls, da 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 da. That's why. That's why I think, I think it was a banger. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not not really that bad. Thirty two point two million. Okay. That's still it more quadrupled than, itself. Exactly. Yeah, really so good. it it made a profit. Uh, yeah. Opening weekend five point two million. Hell yeah! That's not terrible for a movie at this That's time. That's not even terrible today. To, right? It's not. Not at all, actually. So I mean, I think the, the movie was definitely a success. Now to not have a sequel until twenty years later or whatever it really was. It was trash too. Yeah, because it was directed DVD or whatever. Steak. I just can't believe they didn't. <laughs> 
make another one. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like that would have been a bankable shit. Let's go ahead and, you know. I kind of want to see it, though, now. After doing this, after just watching this, I kind of want to see it. Even if it's shitty, I want to see it. I want to see Corey Feldman back. Barely walking. Hey, guys. <laughs> Let's drive some stakes through people. Fuck. Give me my money. Right. So, box office, top 10 that Damn. weekend. All right. Let's do it. Number 10, Adventures in Babysitting. Love that movie. I fucking love that movie. It's, it is a good movie. Where she thinks the mechanic is Thor. <laughs> Number nine. Dragnet. Never saw it. Me neither. But I know there was a I TV show. I know it was show. a TV show, yeah. yeah. And then didn't they try to make a TV show like 10 years ago about it? And the Was that one of the ones that they did like with, because they redid Magnum P.I. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Hawaii Five-0. Yeah. Like, yeah. They probably did. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't remade Mash yet. <laughs> that's well, that's because Mash was had some racy humor in it. Very true. Can't get away with it today. Number eight, Full Metal Jacket. Holy <laughs> shit! Is this you, John Wayne? <laughs> is this me? Dang. Who the fuck said that? This Number is, this is like at the height of like uh, Kubrick oh, yeah, era dude, too, yeah, man. Yeah. This is a good time for Arlie, filmmaking, Arlie, actually. Arlie shit. Army. Yeah. Number seven, Superman Four: The Quest. Oh. Two thumbs down. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Poo. that fucking Poo. movie. Poo. What's the one where he puts them in the, the square and throws them into space? Uh, That's, that's Superman 2. 2. That's 2, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2's okay. good. 1 and 2 are both very good. 1's amazing. 2 is very good. After that, that just stop. Yeah. Number six, Snow White and the Seven Doors. They, you know why? Re-release. 50 years. I was yep. about to say, yeah, that's an old that, fucking movie. That I think doesn't it was, make sense. I think, it, I think Snow White was 37, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Number five, Summer School. Uh, is that Rodney, Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield? Dangerfield? It has yeah. to be. Yeah, 100%. Get no respect. <laughs> God, if you listen back to some of his shit, it's fucked up. The shit he said? Well, it's all about him and his wife, like, hating him and sleeping with other dudes. Yeah. And how do you... You're either coming up with those jokes because it's actually happening... Or it's just so funny that that's the joke that hit, and you're just doing that every yeah. time. Yeah, that's like the shtick, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I really don't get any respect there. Like, I'm deeply unhappy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> laugh, at, <laughs> laugh at my pain. Laugh yeah. at my pain. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so number four, RoboCop. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. RoboCop is awesome. Paul Verhoeven, man. Oh, my Dude, God. just the opening of that when he's just on the ground like, no, don't kill me. And they just fucking blast the shit rip out. Them a million up. holes. Dude, and it's not Red like Foreman, man. It's not like small holes either. No. They're like poof, It is over holes. the top gore. Oh, my God, yeah. I love that fucking Dude, movie. when Foreman gets hit at the end and he's like, isn't he like melting or he's... he's I don't remember. I haven't seen it in a very long time. But he gets time. hit by that car and he, his body literally just like turns to liquid. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. All right. More move. Creep. Like that, <laughs> that voice actor is awesome. Have you seen, have anybody guys seen the remake of Robocop that came out like maybe five, six Not years for me. ago? No, Not I didn't me. see it. I, it wasn't bad. Not for me. I like the the, the different take they had it on need, it. It needed a remake for sure. Yeah. So that Joel Kinnaman guy was in it. Um, the guy who was in the, the suicide is Rick, Rick Flag or whatever, Suicide Squad. Rick Flag, the, the main military guy in Suicide oh, Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. Robocop. It, was, it wasn't terrible. It's worth a watch just to see it. Robocop right. 1 is uh, like a big allegory and stuff. And it's got, you know, m- yeah. much like most of Paul Verhoeven's work is like a big satire and exactly. stuff. Exactly, just like Star Wars, Starship Troopers. So. That did not carry over to no, the new no, Robocop. No, 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 definitely not. It's, it, the it's new like Robocop, a, it, it, it has its own things about like drones and, and it's got a little political agenda. 
but it's very much more just like a typical action movie with like a little bit of peppering of that kind of thing. Whereas the other one is like the whole thing is like a Jesus allegory. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah, it's yeah. Robo- Robocop is Jesus. <laughs> right. I fucking love that movie. All right, top three. In no particular order. The Lost Boys. La Bamba. Man, La Bamba was huge. The Living Daylights. I have no idea what that is. That oh. is a James Bond movie with um, Timothy Dalton. Timothy James Dalton. Bond, La Bamba. Ooh, may, probably La Bamba, then James. Man, it's hard to tell. It depends on when they were released. Yeah. Same weekend. What? All three of these were the same weekend? Oh, this is hard. What And what, when was this? What time of year? This would have been April. Sorry, July 31st. July. 87. I'm going to say... La Bam, no Timothy Dalton. I don't know how his po- how popular his Bond was. How many Bonds had he done? I guess you don't know all that. I feel like he didn't do that. He many. only did two or three. He, I think. I don't. I feel like it was one or two. Maybe there was somebody who did Bond who only did it for one movie, and it might be Timothy Dalton. I'm gonna say I, I just just to say something. I guess I'll say just to say something. Fucking Bond, La Bamba, Lost Boys. I'm almost there. I'm bo- I'm Bond, Lost Boys, La Bamba. Brent is right. Yeah. Bond, Lost Boys, La Bamba, huh? Yeah. Right on. There you go. Dig it. Yeah. I'm v- I was very surprised that Lost Boys was in the top three. I thought maybe like five. Didn't, yeah, I, I didn't expect that. Wow. So this movie was a hit when it came out, man. Oh, Pe- yeah. People saw it. And it, to be released like summer was is kind of weird to me, but I guess it works, right? Just because... I mean, they're at the beach. I kind of get it. Right. And well, that and there's no mention of, like, Halloween. There's no jack-o'-lanterns. No, no, it's not a... It's the yeah. summertime. They're just vampires. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what does it matter when right. it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't sense. call this a Halloween Except, movie. Except, well, I mean... Besides if, vampires being vampires. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, it holds up as a Halloween movie, certainly. But, like, you know, sure. like, it wasn't released. It didn't need to be sure, released sure. Halloween. Right, like exactly. But obviously, is yeah. obviously a Halloween movie. Sure, yeah, you have to. But this movie is now being watched and on TV and whatnot around Halloween, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. sure. We right. all want to see vampires at Halloween. Yeah. Remember Silver Bullet? No. No? Oh, never mind. All right. Silver Bullet? Yeah, it's a Stephen King werewolf movie. It it has some similar vibes to this. Okay. Yeah. Was it good? It was when I was a kid, man. Oh. I don't know how it holds up. I feel you. All right, well, it's it's tomato time. Tomatometer, George. Tomatometer. There we Tomatometer. go. I I honestly think that uh, it's it's gonna be low. I just I don't want it to be, but I have a feeling it's probably in the forties. Forty eight. I'm gonna 48. say forty eight. I'm gonna say probably higher than that because I mean it made money at the time. People thought it was good, and it's held a cult status ever since. I'm gonna say it's probably a solid like seventy eight. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I just want to look up what the Living Daylights got on Rotten Tomatoes before, and that is a seventy-four on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, let me. I want to do Living uh, uh, La Bamba real quick. La Bamba movie, because there's you know so many different fucking things. That is a eighty-two on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's higher than I thought. This movie, seventy-six. Holy did I say shit! Seventy-eight. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That's. That's Again, really high. Way higher than I thought. Yeah, way higher than I would have I would have never thought. put this above 50. No, definitely not for critics. But, like, critically, the movie is, besides some acting, sure. Yeah, I was about to, yeah. Besides some acting, which I will just say only Corey Haynes. 
Corey Haim is terrible. The mom is great. Yeah. Yeah. The Jason Patrick is really good. Like He's there's very, certain very good. there's certain parts. Yeah, okay, a little cheese and over the top. But you're you're playing a character who's turning into a vampire and didn't even fucking know that it was happening. Right. No, yeah. It's it's yeah. So yeah, and then the only other person I would say it was a little it was Star, but what is she really enough. doing? Yeah, exactly. She she, was, she could have played more like desperate, I guess. Like she's because she's so. going through the same thing as what's his name. Yeah, and uh, you know she could be like struggling with a thirst and everything more, and she just kind of is one the, note the whole movie. Yeah, the she part has, in the in in his his bedroom, I thought she did great. Yeah, where she was coming clean and saying that you were supposed to be my first kill and all that. I was like, okay, I believe you. But I think she could even even play that up a little bit more though, a bit yeah. more dramatic. Honestly, sure. yeah, sure. No, they almost could have left her character out entirely, and the movie would have not suffered at all. Like, well, no, because then he has no reason to go after her. Than right. to get into the the, the that's game, kind of, right? That's kind of my point. She exists as a vehicle for him, but that you, is give, give her some, give him some other motivation. Yeah, like, but without, she's but without Star, there's no movie. Though. She's not a character, though. Is my point right? But so they they were okay with him going after her because they wanted her to have her first kill as him. So that's why they were like, "Yeah, come on, David. You know, whatever." Then she didn't go One through with us. it, right? And then they made him into a vampire. None, none of these are character traits. These are all plot points. I'm saying she's not a character. She's motivation for males, for all these other guys to do their thing, but she does not have a, a personality or character, really. I'm protecting this yeah, little I, boy. Okay. I'm, I, I'm a vehicle for this guy to be motivated in all these different ways, but like when I have lines to deliver, they're basically wooden. It's just talking heads. Wooden. She's, I agree. You know, she's there she's as not, a plot device. She's not device. a character. She's yeah, just yeah, yeah, a yeah. plot device. Yeah. But again, if she wasn't there, there's nothing to move the plot along, and you don't have a movie other than, hey, you want to be a vampire? All right. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah. yeah. So audience score, what, what do we think? 6.6 6 or 66. I'm going to say uh, like a solid 80. Like I, I think, or, you know, whatever it is, 8, 80, whatever. whatever. 85. Wow. Yeah. So right on line. This movie was apparently better than I thought it was. Yeah. Everybody loves it. There's nobody shitting on you, it. Well, you have a fucking framed glass poster, so you must really like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I agree. I remember I went into this movie very not looking forward to having to watch it again. I enjoyed it more than I did 10 years ago, for sure. That's time. good, then. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to make you hate anything. <laughs> or go, God, fuck, I don't want to fucking watch The Expendables 2. <laughs> IMDb. Um, critically, that's where I'm going to go a little bit lower. I'd say critics probably gave this about a seven. We got to remember IMDb's more user score. Yeah, you're right. So we already did Tomatometer. That's the critics mm -hmm. aggregate. Yeah. IMDb, well, fuck, probably eight and a half then, man. Uh, I'm going to get one, 7.4. Especially since it's culty, I'm going to stick with eight and a half. He wanted to get one right. 7.3. All right. Okay. Go, Brent. Close. We're really here. Close. We're uh, we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. I got it. <laughs> we are here. Brent's feeling a little bad. He had a, a big weekend. I can uh, tell you're like oh, fucking dragging a little bit. Brent. I'm dragging a little ass, man. I, dude, I just been every weekend has been nonstop for three weeks, and I still have like four weeks to go for these weekends. Just show, show, trips, just and my voice sounds like shit because you know I screamed for four straight hours yesterday at band practice, so you have to deal with that. But it was worth it. Oh yeah, hell yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, like it. My voice. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. I I don't know. I just. 
Like, I love this movie. I just didn't think it was going to be that highly coveted. Me neither. Because I don't look at it with the rose-colored glasses on. Um, I I did maybe 10 years ago. I watched it a lot. But, like, watching it now, you're like, oh, okay, good. It's a good movie. I, I like it. I watch it once a year. It's but, all right. Right. But I don't <laughs> think... It's, it's all right. I don't think it's, like, a... I don't think it's as high as everybody's saying it is online. No way. Uh, yeah, yeah there's nothing, it's... There's nothing profound about this movie. It's, like... An okay vampire greaser story. Yeah. I think what's like perfect. Like vampire it, greaser. It doesn't really offer anything. Like, I'm not going to think about this movie after I leave sure, this sure. podcast. I'm not going to think about it for I a I think what the big thing with this fine. movie was. Uh, do you mind passing me? Thank you. Thank you. The big deal with this movie was it launched the Corey and Corey, right? And it really made, like, the Joel Schumacher kind of go up. And maybe it... it Changed the way certain movies like this were made. I don't think there was really a movie that was like this at the time, especially um, vampires and whatnot. You know, I mean, it was always about the old school vampire. You know, the the scary vampire. This was like, man, they were oh, just cool, cool pe- vampires, cool vampires just killing people to you know do whatever. Like the new modern Dracula, you know, as opposed to like a Victorian era thing. You know, it's like, oh, Dracula can be George Michael. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> This was probably the, how they made it, but this, we need a sexy sex man. This was the eighties Twilight it. man. It's holy shit! You just like unlocked something right there. That is it. I mean, I think that so. is what this movie is. It's you, like it's like it's like a shittily written vampire. Imagine the same thing. Imagine adding twenty minutes to this movie. Much stronger romantic subplot themes. It's Twilight. Yeah, it's, I would. It's Twilight. I would have also enjoyed it more. I agree that. To me, I, I kind of wanted a little bit more of my, Jason Michael Patrick, maybe a Jefferson, little love whatever. triangle yeah. thing with them, uh, right? Enhancing yeah. the drama a little right. bit. That's what I was saying. Like, okay, you have the opening; he's just staring at her. I get it. You know, dudes do that. But then, why was she like, "Oh my god, yeah, sure"? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because there was no back and forth. There was no whatever. She just like, "Come, I was gonna kill you, but now I'm, we're sleeping together because you're a vampire." The whole thing could have been her like she's in a toxic relationship with Kiefer, and uh, you know, and now she's like escaping from that, and maybe she doesn't end up with what's his name, the main guy. What's yeah, his name? sure. Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick. Mike, Michael is his name. Michael. Maybe she doesn't end up with Michael, but like Michael I helps know. her like see how bad the relationship is, and she gets away, and now it's personal between yeah. Michael. And uh, fucking Keeper, Keith, Keith, and Keith. They, and you know that final battle means so much more because it's not just like you killed my friend where vampires fighting, like you also fucked with my girl and like you're fucking up my whole life, man. Yeah, that like, would be. That, I would take twenty extra minutes like to deal with all that'd that. That'd be a more real take on the vampire tropes. That would have been sick, man. That and you know what, you're right too. Like you're you're showing these vampires as people, right? So they're gonna have people problems as well. Yeah. And you're bringing this guy in because you wanted her or. You wanted him to be hers for fuck. I can't talk. You wanted him <laughs> to be Star's first kill, right? Yeah. So that indro- indoctrinates her into being finally the vampire, all in together with it, right? Yeah. So then you have that thing of oh, I don't want to do it because I actually like this guy. So then it's like, well, fuck you. Like we're trying to do this for you, and that's a cool story there. Yeah. That, that but they did a whole separate. Yeah. I it is the that. story, but they're not bringing it to the forefront and they're not like making it a bigger deal than it is they're kind of just like in the background like yeah this is what we're doing yeah they, they should have they should have built built that up a little bit more i just wanted honestly i just wanted star to have a fucking personality like a more i agree character. i agree but it's I'm the like 80s. really mad about that <laughs> right but it's the 80s right so women can't have character things. arcs yeah, they yeah. can't have a, they're just there to be the <laughs> george said things yeah like yeah it's true though you know they're just there to be the eye candy and be a plot device. Yeah, which stars very beautiful and all, sure, works, but, you know, 
It, it, so much of her character, even the little boy and all that, just felt so tacked on. It was like, yeah, did the, the that vampires little... already had a motivation to come to the house and attack everybody at sure, the end because sure. of the personal thing of killing yeah. Alex Winter and all. It just was, uh, yeah, a little weak. All that was weak. Well, okay, so let's talk about this. Why did Max, the lead vampire, what was his motivation to get the mom? Because at the end, Keith, no, they, oh, they, oh, the main they main needed dude. they needed a mother. The boys needed a mother. Yeah, yeah. He he was he. Okay. I mean, the whole motivation is he just had a plan, right? Right. Like, sure. Like he, he's supposed to be the mastermind behind everything. He can just have a plan, and right. that can be the motivation. And his ego is his motivation, or something. I don't know. Remember, yeah, he invited him in the house. Mm-hmm. That uh, yeah. And I remembered the plot from a decade ago. So when he invited him in the house, I was like, that's right. Can't yep. fucking do that. Nope. Well, he says it like, aren't you going to invite me into the house? But did it. Okay. But Kiefer and everybody get in the house later and they weren't invited in. They just kind of broke it. You know, I thought about that too, that I was like, how are they going to get in there? You know, the, because they run after the dog, which I love the dog's name, but I can't remember it. Oh, uh, fuck. It was super Indian or whatever kind of Nanook. Nanook, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn, that's so good because it's so, you could have just called him Paul or Spot or something right, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they're out there and they're running after him and it's like, oh my God, they're going to come get you. And then they get in the house and it's like, right, because they can't come in the house unless they're invited. And then they just fucking blow in through the fucking fireplace and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. Little B&E, <laughs> baby. Blast right. right through, yeah. Whatever. It was still cool that it, you know, the more we talk about this movie, the more I'm realizing. Okay, so I enjoyed it more than I did a decade ago because I'm I'm getting good at it, like embracing sure, the cheese sure. and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not. This movie is not very coherent. It does not follow its own rules. Like by all accounts, it's not a good movie, but somehow it's still pretty entertaining. Yeah, it works. Right? There's points where you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Or this is super cheese. Or like, but the, somehow it's it works. I'm enter- It's it's because it's brisk. It doesn't waste a moment. <laughs> yeah, there's no real time to think about any of that Garlic kind of shit because breath. you know everything is entertaining. Yeah, the whole and I, time you're I do it. like the the part where they're at the dinner table and they think he's a fucking vampire and they're giving oh, him all the yeah, tests and whatnot, and he's not. And like you could just see him like, fuck, let's do something else. And like Corey Feldman's like, I don't know what else to do. Like it, it, it was good. It worked. I Ima- enjoyed it. No, if- I love garlic, but jeez. <laughs> imagine if at the end of that whole thing, he like walked up to a fucking one of the kids and he's like. I know what you were doing tonight. Like he, he just revealed it to them, right? Or there. just like opened his mouth and one fan came down yeah. and just like winks at him and walks boys. out. Right, exactly. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> fucking cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah. But then that movie falls apart because then he's gonna yell at his mom, like, don't go out with her again. Go yeah, out with him again. She's not gonna believe him. True, because she so, doesn't. But, yeah. but that's why all this shit didn't work on him because he was invited in. Yeah, you you have no power. Right, right. Right. Didn't invite you this time. See, none of these rules make fucking sense, honestly. I, but again, I, the whole movie doesn't take itself that seriously. I guess that's where it's a horror comedy. So it doesn't matter because we're thinking about it too like, hard. Again, it, it's all about embracing the cheese. Like, this movie is not taking itself. We're taking this movie way more seriously oh, yeah, yeah. than it took itself. For right, sure. right. But but then again, like, some of the performances, like, led me to believe that it took itself very seriously. Like, Kiefer specifically, like, that motherfucker, like, acts dangerous in this movie. Yeah. You know? He's, he's always, he looking, always, he's always looking down his nose. Or, like, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He so, does a great job. Yeah. I've never seen something, again, with Kiefer in it where I was like, man, he's the weakest link in this movie. No. No, no. Never he's always good, man. Yeah. And again. But then again, yeah. outside of like the three movies that I know he's in, I'm, I'm having trouble thinking of more Kiefer Sutherland movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, he was in 24 for a while, right? Yeah. So that took a lot of time um, out from him. How many being years was movies. that? 
four or five seasons. <sighs> More than that. Yeah, it was it probably like eight or nine. A or lot of times, yeah, once an actor will do like a show like that, they're done for a while. You know. Yeah. Well, then he did the movie. Well, he did. He, wait a minute. He was the he was the bad guy on the other end of phone booth. Was he? Yeah. Perfect. That wow, makes perfect Joel sense and him now. Like yeah. Together, man. Why wasn't he in Batman? Oh man, that's a good. I point. bet you. I bet you they tried. They I probably had did. To have tried. Man, imagine him being Batman with that voice. Kept you waiting, huh? Um, yeah. yeah, that would have been sick. That would have been cool. I could see it. Yeah, I could see him being Batman for sure. I could definitely see him being like a just good somebody, Batman, yeah, yeah, dude, or just Fuck. a good villain in Batman. He'd be a good Joker, just the way he looks. He'd yeah. been a good Mister Freeze. Oh, Flatliners. Oh yeah, Flatliners. Cheaper. Come on, you've seen that one. He though? was in. Um, no. I believe oh, it's very good. Taking lives. No, that's um, Ethan Hawke. You mm. look like Ethan Hawke. A good. Time to Kill, he was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. He's been in a bunch over the... Yeah, he's he's pretty good, man. Yeah, and then his dad, Donald Sutherland, yep. is just as good as an actor, if not better than him. He was in... Uh, oh, what's that movie? Is it is it where he's like the playing... A, like, uh, the Omen? At the end, he's just like screaming. It's The Omen, I think. Is, it my, is The Omen? He's like pointing. Yeah. Yeah, that's The Omen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's the meme about that yeah, all over yeah, the place. Yeah. Donald Sutherland was also in um, uh, Animal House for about five seconds. He was fucking the student. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, who is uh, your favorite character in this movie? Um, probably, I, I guess probably Michael. Okay. That he's he's the main dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's either Michael or or Kiefer. I think both of them did fine jobs. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, there's just something about Kiefer Sutherland and that fucking jet blonde hair, and he has a presence when yeah, he's on the he screen. Yeah, right? he does. He's got that that coat, he commands it. That coat certainly that he's wearing, does. just wa- his walk and everything. Even when like, the beginning of the movie, he's walking on the Ferris or not the Ferris wheel, the fucking uh, merry-go-round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a presence walking. All on the that. confidence and charisma yeah. in the world, man. Yep. Yeah. Or even when they're in the tree and he like comes out of the shadows and you see him finally in the makeup and he's just like, now you know who we are or whatever. Like, oh, fuck, shit. And then cracking that skull. Yeah. You just tell he always has an agenda. He's just very direct and, yeah. He does a really, really great job in the movie. But, I mean, what's his name too? Michael does a really, really good job too of just being like a pained uh, guy struggling with this thing. He's like obviously in over his head trying to fit in with the cool kids. He's like the more relatable one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sucks, man. Shit. Honestly, he was just trying to like mack on a girl and fit in with the cool guys yeah. in his new hometown and like or his new town. And, and he's now just, he's a vampire. Now he's a fucking vampire after like one night. Like fuck. But couldn't that be like a, a good, like, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, coming of age story or something. Well, not just that. Just like, hey, be careful who you hang out with because you don't know what their he real intentions are. His friends literally jump off a bridge, and he's like, I guess I'll jump off this bridge too. Right into the fog too. Well, okay. Well, hold on. He doesn't. He's he's. Trying to hold on, and he finally just lets go because he can't hold on anymore. No, wait. Okay. Oh, 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 before. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 you're right. you're right. You're right. If I look right. down and he a bunch goes of people down. are like, "Oh, we're all hanging here. We're fine," I'd be like, "I'm Michael, going home. Come on, Michael. I'm going home. You guys are fucking nuts." Yeah. I'm, like, I don't want to hang with you guys. Sorry, I'll make new friends somewhere else. This right. Is fucking. Stupid. I just fucking moved here. You, you guys, guys are, are assholes. Yeah. yeah. So I know not to jump off a bridge if Brent's around or Brent if George is around to be like, hey, let's hang out. Let's let's go to a bridge. I, I'll be like another time, dude. I'll, I'll catch you guys <laughs> the fucking. Let's play guitar here at the arcade. Like, I'm not oh, fucking. Hell yeah, that sounds like fun too. Not jumping off a bridge with you, fucking guys. Sorry. We can be a different kind of friends. A different kind of friends. Okay, so let's go to it. Who's your least favorite character? Corey Hamm. Corey no. Hamm, big time. <laughs> Absolutely. 
See, I didn't mind him in this movie. I get uh, maybe it's because in that time period, I'm equating the movies to like uh, the Three Ninjas, like his that style of acting where they're a fucking kid, and I know they're not good at acting, but they're still delivering the lines, and it's worked. It works. Doesn't work for me. Okay. For, um, I it's the it's the other two vampires. <laughs> the guy that gets the electrocuted. The one that's not Alex Winter. The one that's not Kiefer. The other two. Yeah, they they're just there. They're like the guys in Wayne's World who are in the band, yeah. but they're in the background, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> Do I frighten you? But they <laughs> Do made, you want me they to? They made the poster. <laughs> they did, which makes no sense. Yeah, but you think but, about it. No, take them off with the Frog Brothers. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, Corey Haim's there, but it looks like he's part of the fucking <laughs> he's the gang. The, Corey Haim's the only person on that poster who's not a vampire. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Man, we could have done an interview with the vampire. That movie's good too. Movies. The movie's good, but it is ultra ultra homoerotic. I we believe just that's watched Lost the Boys. Point. What, that, what, what does that mean? This movie is also very homoerotic. I don't think so. Most Joel Schumacher movies are. Well, I agree with the that Batmans. point. Yeah, definitely the Batman's. What? What's? Did you see sexy sax man greased up for five minutes? Ah, shit! You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, gonna say like, explain yourself, and yeah, then, then uh, fuck, then I was like, like, shit, am I gay? <laughs> <laughs> He was playing that sax pretty good. <laughs> Whatever he was doing, man, that song was fucking getting it. Now, everybody in the crowd was like, it didn't look like they were listening to the same song that was being played. No, yeah, they like, were dancing. It's, it's like yeah. they were playing like uh, like Guns N' Roses and then dubbed right, that over. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want to make sure everyone's having a good time, so we're going to use a different song. <laughs> right. But we really got to get Sexy Sax Man up there. We got to. He won't even be here on the day we film it, but we'll, we'll get him up there. It's fine. <laughs> No. So my least favorite character, honestly, and you, you kind of said it, was Star. Like, what does she really do in the movie besides just be a plot device? She, nothing. Literally nothing. Yeah. Does she do good acting? Kind of. Does but she do good acting? Does she do... <laughs> Thank hey, you for that sentence. Does she do that acting? <laughs> hey. It's time to Yo. play... It's time to play that hockey. Do that hockey. <laughs> I say that now every face-off. <laughs> Time to do let's that. Do the hockey at the first part of the game. I'm like, let's do that hockey, and everybody looks at me like you're fucking stupid. I'm like, we're about to do the hockey. We're about to do the hockey. <laughs> and then I score a goal on the first fucking shot of every game, and uh, I don't know why it's happening. Anyways, favorite part or scene? Mm. I, I should have been thinking about this segment. Um, it is hard to kind of pinpoint because again, the movie. Goes through it so fast. Yeah. There's no real big, like, set pieces other than the end and maybe when they go into the cave and they see them hanging. My man does cameos with the, the chain. With the, yeah, he has to. How much? $55. All right. I know insane. what I'm getting George for his birthday. <laughs> what day's your actual birthday? November 1st. <laughs> All right. It says, hey, guys, it's Tim Capello from the Lost Boys. <laughs> I'd love to make a special special video for you, and, of course, I'll have my sacks with me. <laughs> To knock out a riff I or two. It. Sorry, I don't do commercials. Thanks. I fucking love it. Oh my yeah. god, he doesn't do commercials. Too bad. Can we get like a an intro for the decision reel? I'm believe me, the I decision reel. Guarantee there are some shitty actors on there. Oh yeah. Uh, is Chi McBride on here? Hold on. Oh my god, Chi Look for Corey Feldman. Even I bet you he's on that bitch. Oh man. I bet you his. We could get a whole bunch of people just saying, "Welcome to the decision reel." Or, oh this my is, god! This is Corey Feldman. This You're listening really to the decision idea. reel. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Why not? This is a really good idea. 
Let's get like 17 people and pay them all $50 to say welcome ah, to the for, These guys are smart. For any promo requests, please book me at my business price. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That and is that's going to be even more. Do you, the, you, Chi McBride. Do you know how much Corey Feldman costs? Probably 200 What bucks. if we just tell him how much? 1000 bucks. More than that. No, More than no, that. No, thousand, no, no, less than 500, 500. 500. Nah, less. 450. $300. That's, uh, that's not I terrible. That. I mean, Corey Feldman was a big fucking deal in the It was 90s. like 40 bucks to get a picture with him for like. 30 seconds, so I could see that. I would pay 40 bucks for a picture with Corey Feldman. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, di- I didn't. I just took a picture with somebody she else McBride. and then took the picture that <laughs> nice. he got. She McBride is not on Cameo. Yeah, that makes sense. He's probably busy with life. Damn it. He's my favorite, one of my favorite actors of all time. It's got Khan on there. Oh. oh. I bet you his has got to be like 100 bucks. He's not on there. Mm. Did, you, did you see when The Undertaker was doing it? Oh, yeah. That was so cringeworthy. Oh, Scooby-Doo. I so get <laughs> I guess my favorite scene is probably when, uh, you know, uh, you're eating maggots. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that, that whole scene was was pretty well done, the, and everything up to it when, like, uh, oh, you know, getting the fucking chases with the with the bike. Every, that whole everything up to then was very very good. That whole sequence was very good. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think. Some of my favorite scenes. I have a couple. I mean, obviously, the, the bridge scene where they're hanging out the bridge, that's a cool scene, right? Like, it it, it shows that, hey, you want to hang with us, you got to kind of let go of your fears or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. like, what what is really fucking happening? And the, the first guy that falls, he's like, fuck, he calls out his name because he thinks he's dying. You he know literally, I mean? yeah, yeah. And let's be real for a second. Hanging off the bottom of a bridge like that is fucking intense to begin with. And then the train. And then a train going over it. Oh, oh it my like God. Shaking. I don't even think anybody could hold on. No. That's insane. But it's cool fucking look. You know what I mean? Like, that, no, that, awesome. that's a very well done scene all the way through. Yep. Yeah. I like the phone call to his mom scene where he's like, his brother is outside mm. his fucking window floating and yelling at him. And he calls his mom like, oh my God, he's going to fucking kill me and yeah. you know, whatever. And then she comes home. And he's like, oh, it was just a scary comic. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. You're and, scared and of a. You comic? can tell she's fucking. She said yeah. that she's like, I'm done with you guys. Yeah. Oh my god, like so good. Yeah. It. I, I will say the the when he comes home that one time in the morning and he's got the sunglasses on after I think it's after he has sex with what's her face. Yeah. And the mom's like, we need to talk or whatever. I was like, man, that's that was so a really well done scene. Yeah. Because it feels she's real. To connect with them. She's like, yeah. we're friends, right? Right. And let's do what friends do. Let's talk. Right. And she's just yeah, she really wants to be there. She was a good. She was a good character. I they feel did a like really good job with her. That's probably why this movie kind of holds up, is it feels like a, a family drama mixed in with sure vampires. The and mom whatnot. keeps thinking it's like, oh, you don't want to replace you don't want him to replace your dad. Like they keep they keep coming back yeah, to that. Yeah, he's yeah. like, fuck all that. Like, no, he's a fucking vampire for real. Even the grandfather, when he comes in, says it looks like a man who's just you know scored or whatever yeah. Right. Yeah. to or it, yeah. it's hilarious. All that dynamic, the yep. family dynamic was very, very good. Yeah, another part I really like, speaking of the grandfather, is the TV guide scene. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be in the movie, but it it's so good. Yeah, they, you know, the whole grandfather really doesn't need to be in the movie at all. You're right, until the end when he's the one who saves the day, but... They didn't even need to do that. Like, I don't really understand why they did that. Well, so if it wasn't for him taxidermying all these people, would they have killed all the vampires because they wouldn't have had all that stuff around the house all the, I, I mean, don't think so yeah, and yeah. that was another thing that i've read that he was taxiderming all this stuff to drink the blood of the animals oh, oh so he didn't have to uh exactly and that's why he had his own shelf that said old fart with like don't touch any of this stuff i just have a hard time but like 
I, I think oh. I've established that I don't think they thought about this movie very hard. They didn't take it that seriously, so I have a hard time believing that they went that far, that many levels ahead. You know what I'm saying? You never know, though, right? They, like, I don't think they put that much thought into this movie to to say all that and allude to all these secret things. I, what I, I love that theory. Yeah, yeah, sure. At now, I hated it an hour ago. I love it now. What uh, I do like, yeah. though, is they made a comic book after this movie. So there's comic, the Lost Boys comic books, there's right? Shit. And the movie is kind of centered around comic books and shit. I think yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. That is cool. So it's like sequel comics? I don't. I didn't look in hard into it. I'll it might be prequels. Tonight, it might man, be. Cool. It might be afterwards. I know the sexy sax man is in it. Oh shit! That's all that matters. That's I, all that matters. I got the comicsology app. I'll see if it's on there, man. For sure. I'm. I'm distracted. I'm looking at B movie actors. No oh, fuck. I need to. I need to <laughs> on, make a list. Cameo. Uh, it's just ridiculous how many people are on is here. Bruce, you said Bruce Campbell is on there. I mean, he was at one time because so I remember cool. looking at him, going, "Man, I can't pay two hundred dollars or whatever." It was I love him for, so much. I would yeah, pay, yeah, I was. That's what I'm gonna get my dad for his birthday. For I've me. been watching. He's Ash, not on there right now. Okay, I've been watching Ash vs Evil Dead again. It, it, dude, it's so good. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. Do, it. do yourself a favor, Brent. Watch that goddamn show. I will watch it. What's it? Ash vs. Evil Dead. All right. I, I mean, you keep talking about it. Give it's yourself good, the first good. two episodes, and if you're not into it by then, I will be like, all right, you're fine. But it is so good in the one-liners in it it's and good. everything that Bruce Campbell has to say. If you loved Army of Darkness. I did love Army of there's Darkness. There's no way you cannot like it. Was that your first time seeing it? Yes. Oh, man. You don't even have to worry about watching the actual Evil Dead movies or anything. Just go into this fucking fresh. They kind of... Kind of go over a little bit of it, but it's it's fucking perfect. Okay. So this movie though, The Lost Boys, Brent, did you have a favorite part or scene? Uh, favorite part of the scene is uh, like that favorite part of the scene or or a scene, excuse me, is when they retreat into the like the the that when they're flying in that like high pitched like and then. They retreat into the. Uh, you get the first glimpse of the like layer. Like, okay. Sh- yeah. 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 Like just aerial straight into their little tomb there, and I I just liked how uh, you know when they're hanging out and like that's blood, Michael, and then it's maggots, Michael, and like he's spitting it all up, and stars like stop messing with him, blah blah, blah or whatever. But I I just feel like that like was such a hipster thing before there was hipster things like. You're right. I feel like that would be like some like girl's bedroom today. That whole layer. That whole layer. The, the layer was very cool. Yeah. Well, like, like some like some chick that works at a coffee shop. That's their apartment. Like yeah, completely. Sir, like literally, Jim Morrison and everything. Like yeah. it, it, has, yeah, yeah, yeah. it has not been modernized. No, not yeah, at all. I'm with you. You know what? It kind of reminded me of what was that movie that we watched where she had that room that had windows for the room. Uh, uh um, the fucking record store one. Oh, high yeah, fidelity. Yeah, yeah, high fidelity. She had that room where it was literally a big fucking, a giant room, but then she made her room out of windows. Yep. That was kind of cool. And oh, that yeah, reminded that was, me uh, of like that. Was, that. that was the black chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like her apartment was a studio, but she kind of made a bedroom out of like glass panes and that windows and shit. Yeah. yeah. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Were we entertained? Very much. Yeah, man. Way more than I expected to be. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, even if this movie's not coherent, which it kind of is, and there's certain parts where you're like, "Man," it still keeps you entertained. Yeah. Like, I didn't look at my phone minus a couple notes I wrote down, or like, "Oh fuck, who's that guy?" or whatever. Like, I was doing it because of the movie, not right. Fuck this movie, sure, you know, sure, whatever. Right. So, 
I don't see how even if somebody today watches it, they're going to be like, man, f- mm, this ain't for me. Like, I'm, I'm there's not, stuff for everybody in this movie, and agreed. it keeps you entertained. I don't agreed. know if I would say, like, if I recommended this movie to somebody, I don't think I would say, this is a really good movie. You're going to love it. I, w- I think I would just be like, you need to watch it. That's what it is. You know, yeah. like, like, just watch it and yeah, come up with your own opinion. Yeah, either not, gonna, I would never be like, The Lost Boys is fan. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. No, I love no, it no. So much. Right, right. Basically, it's you one know. of those, you're not going to hate it, and it's you need to watch it. Yeah. Like, if you're a movie buff, I expect you, to be you need to watch it. For sure, no matter what. But I'm never going to say it's a good movie. Somehow, it maintains, it, it still yeah. ends up being entertaining. It's kind of a weird anomaly. I agree with that. Are we about to? Yeah, I was going to say, pick the phone up. phone call? You would we recommend it to our mothers? Oh yeah, uh, I don't well, think I don't there's. Say it. I, wanna... I don't think there's been a movie that I I haven't maybe one that I haven't recommend to my mom or I'm my not, parents. My mom's not going to watch this. No, she might have watched it in the eighties when it came out. Probably she was like in her twenties, yeah, yeah. but not today. Yeah, this is the first time she doesn't pick up. I know, maybe. Oh my god, mom, please. What are you doing? Mom? It's Monday. You know what's going on. You know you got to have your phone ready. I know. I should start calling her ahead of time. Or like texting her, like, I'm going to call you five minutes. Yeah. Honestly, we're lucky that she's answered as many times as she has. Really? Hello? Hey! hey. We were worried you weren't going to answer. We were just talking about how I need to start texting you ahead of time. You're, oh, I was vacuuming. <laughs> geez, Louise, what a, what a great mom. That, yeah, you're, you're basically a regular staple on the podcast now, mom, so you ought to expect to call around this time every Monday, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, so the movie this week, we're still on spooky season. The movie this week is... The Lost Boys. Oh, the original. Yeah. Oh, she knows there's sequels. Good movie. You like oh, The Lost Boys? All right. I love it. I didn't like the new one, the remake. The, the, n- not the remake, the sequel. Uh, is that the it's one you're like talking the about? the New Blood or something it's called. New Blood the, or The Tribe or something? There's, yeah, The Tribe. That's what it you is. You didn't like that one? Uh, no, I didn't. I think I saw that one. Did they remake this movie? No, they didn't remake the last. Are you thinking yeah, Fright Night, Mom? The original people that were in it were like Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. They redid it with some other people. I think you might be tripping. Eight, ten years ago, it sucked. Oh man. Okay. Well, uh, so so, what's your favorite part of this one? Um, I don't know. I kind of like the whole. The whole thing. I, yeah, I don't think I really had a favorite part. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Did you find it really cheesy, or did you uh, find it, like, re- just really good? Um, in some parts it was cheesy, but it was good. Like, when was the last time you saw it, I Not guess, is the real question. Uh, when was the last time you saw it? Last time I saw it? Oh, Lord, probably when we lived in Florida, so, like, 20 years ago. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. Yeah, I, but I saw it today, and I hadn't seen it before in, like, a decade. All right, Mom, thank you. I just wanted to hear. Yeah, it. You know what? I saw it. I saw it today, and uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot more than I expected to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, mom. Thank you for sharing your opinion. All right. Love you. Bye. So, yo, you can get a cameo from the Frog Brothers. Both what? Of Both of them. They dr- they still dress up and do it. That's awesome. He's got his headband and everything. Dude, come on. That's awesome. How much? Three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay, so your mom is not wrong. What? They there was remade the there was Lost a Boys TV remake what? in 2020 of the Lost <sighs> Boys. I don't know where it was on what whatever, but on IMDb it says TV adaptation of the 1987 film The Lost Boys about a group of teenage vampires who terrorize the new kids in town. 
it does not look like anybody good is in this movie. She and was I totally think, right. Yeah. Now, again, there was The Lost Boys, The Tribe, that yeah. came out in 2008, and then Lost Boys, The Thirst, that came out in 2010. I feel like I... After watching this, I'm going to get, like, super deep in the Lost Boys universe. I kind of, like, want to watch. Yeah, even though uh, the Lost Boys, the tribe, got a four and a half out of ten on IMDb, I kind of want to watch it. I'm with you, dude. Right? Like, Same. just to see where they go with it and yeah. see what's going on. Like, Corey Feldman's in it. Fucking, I think the mom's in it. There's a whole bunch of people in it. And then the Lost Boys, wait, that was the tribe. What's the thirst? The thirst. I mean, fucking Corey Feldman's still in it. Good for him. That one's got that one's a little better. Five point one. I'm here. I'll watch him. I don't even care. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't even care. I'll watch him. Yeah. yeah, fuck it. Speaking of watching. Oh my god, you're a little louder. That's true. The film was originally set to be directed by Richard Donner, and the screen. Play written by Janice Fisher and James Jeremias was modeled on Donner's recent hit, The Goonies. I would have loved fucking Richard Donner directing this movie. If you look, it says produced by in the beginning. Dig it. In this way, the film was envisioned as a more of a juvenile vampire adventure with 13 or 14-year-old vampires, while the Frog Brothers were chubby 8-year-old Cub Scouts and the character of Star was a young boy. When Donner committed to the other projects that he had, Joel Schumacher was approached to direct the film. He insisted on making the film sexier and more adult, Sexy. bringing on screenwriter Jeffrey Baum to retool the script and raise the ages of the characters. Wow, Jeffrey Baum did not do a good job. Jeffrey Baum went, look. He bombed. You know what we need in this movie? A fucking guy greased up playing the saxophone. <laughs> I want to exactly. know who, who approached Tom Capello. I know, right? Right. And what would he be doing if he wasn't in that movie? <laughs> oh, no, no. You don't understand. That's the real He's question. a real recording artist. I know he is, but okay. that I'm saying, like, what would he be as famous as he is now? No. No, definitely not. Like, what would he be doing with his life if it wasn't for the fucking Lost Boys? If he's on Cameo for $55? He'd, he'd probably be in a, a houseboat that's permanently docked. You know? Playing sax. Yeah. Greased up. Yeah. Still like still doing the same thing, just for way less money. Yeah. I'll say this. <laughs> yeah, he'd be playing like a uh, tiki. Yeah. No homo. That dude was in great fucking shape, killing it on that sax. Oh yeah. So you don't see a whole lot of buff guys playing no uh brass instruments. No. And yeah, like like he's so bold. So brave. <laughs> he's so brave. <laughs> so brave. But that's what I'm saying. Like he should have done something. Right. If he wouldn't have stuck to being like I was the dude in the last boys, I feel like he could have had a great career. Maybe he did. Maybe we don't know. Maybe you're right. But I feel like he's that guy where you go to those Comic Cons and he's in the back back room with the one little Virgil sign yeah. going, I'm fucking WWE superstar. And like everybody there is like also dresses him because right. like exactly. Like, the he, five he doesn't people have, he doesn't have many fans, but they are devoted. I got the fucking chain. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Jesus. Black leather pants and a saxophone. I love it. They are awesome strikers all the fans. Every one of them. I love it. This was Corey Haim and Corey Feldman's first film together, which marked the start of the popular 80s trend, The Two Corys, in which Feldman and Haim starred together in a number of teenage films. I want to know how many. If it's anything like the Olsen sisters, probably no at least way. 10. No, yeah, definitely not. But, I mean, they were like a big fucking deal, man. I remember... The Corys? Yeah, yeah, man, they were everywhere. And it's not like they were really good actors. It was just like a cool thing, you know, like you were part of the clique. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
The new location of the Atlantis Fantasy World comic book store, which was featured in this film, is owned by Joe Ferrara II, who still carries the original number one issue of Vampires Everywhere that Sam reads in the film. That was a real comic. For the movie. Okay, so no. But he keeps the only original one that was made for it. Which kind of makes it like the like the rarest comic of all time. Kind of, when you think about it. Right? Yeah. If there's only one made and he's got like, it. Not, not to say it was like a properly published sure, comic. Sure, yeah, yeah. What a great title. Vampires, Vampires Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. 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 The comic, oh my God. Okay, sorry, keep going. The comic was created only for this film, and its opening page is signed by all of the cast members from the movie. The owner, Joe, Joe Ferrara too. I don't know why it's not Junior, allows any shopper to hold it and take a photo with it free of charge. Where's this place at? I want to go. <laughs> it's uh same place, the Santa Rosa. It's, there's Santa, no way that Santa place Rose. is still there. Atlantis Fantasy World comic book store. Look it up. All right. Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Atlantis Fantasy World. Fantasy World comic book store. Comic book store. So I went on a deep dive because there's one thing that Corey Haynes so says in this movie. It's yep, not go. on the boardwalk anymore. Well, no, this place has parking spots. So okay. it has moved, but it's still in Santa Cruz. Yes. Okay, cool. And it's still open. Still very much open. So I do know that there was a, a earthquake that went through and basically decimated the boardwalk where that originally was. All right. So they had to remake it. So maybe they moved it off the boardwalk or something. Huh. But what I wanted to say was I did go on a deep dive because Corey Haim says about the Batman number 14 comic book being I'm, like there's only one. Number four. No, it was 14. Okay. Was it four or 14? I'm going to look it up. I thought it was. It's either four or 14, but okay. I remember hearing that when I first watched this movie and going, there's no way there's only like one of those or four of those or whatever it was in existence. So that's what it was. He said there's only four of them in, in existence. That's what it, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. There's not. There's way more. It's obviously a valuable comic book if you can get it in a very good condition at like a nine or ten or whatever for like fifty grand. That was just some dialogue. That was Joel Schumacher being like, "Hey, let's." I know shit, but he did. <laughs> I, I don't even think he was doing that. It was literally just throwaway dialogue. He was like, "Nobody gives a fuck about comics." At the time, you're right. You know what I mean? Like no, comic book like culture was wasn't huge. Yeah, not, not like it is today. Oh no, you know no. you can't get away with that now. But back then, nobody gave a fuck. Well, about what's comics. crazy is you like, whatever. Even... Just say some comic book shit. Yeah, Marvel was like on the verge of bankruptcy. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And look at where they are now. Yeah, it's crazy. Dang, honestly, this is like, well, I don't know. This is modern era. Well, never mind. I'll save that for a comic book podcast someday. Okay, I could go into it. We could go into it. We could. <laughs> I, right. I could. I love that shit. Every year at the landmark Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk in Santa Cruz, California, this film is screened as part of the park's free summer movie series. Beachgoers may bring outdoor furniture and supplies to watch after sunset. Many fe- many features of the town shown can still be recognized, most notably the rides and games of the boardwalk itself. All right, I'm going to California. God right. damn it! Right, that's cool. That's super tight. The fact that they just play this every year. Yeah. I love it. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Thought it was going to be Rocky Horror. A little disappointed, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because last week I was waiting for it. I was like, yeah, come on, yeah. Rocky Horror. And you're I was like, ready, man. I was ready. Last boys. I changed my mind. And you know what? I'm not, I don't hate it because I, we can do obviously. Rock, we can do Rocky Horror anytime, but That's true. It's, that, you know what? And that's what I thought when he said it. I was like, Rocky Horror doesn't exist for Halloween always. True, true, true. Or spooky season. It can be a movie whenever. Sure, right. sure. You know, and this podcast knows no bounds. We don't have any 
set goals or things we got to pick. You can pick. I any do love that we stuck to spooky season theme though. Like, I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. Was a good, good. That was good. Whose pick is it this week? We'll it get is, to that later. Yeah. We're gonna get to oh, that later. never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're watching. Oh. No. <laughs> You're gonna hate. Love the shit out of that movie. Too many guests on this show now. I want to hear what these guys. Uh, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. So, in this doc, in the documentary "Blood Sucking Cinema" in 2007, Corey Haim said that all of the blood had glitter in it to give it a shimmering effect and was slimier than other fake blood. Twilight. So, if you notice, and that's what I wanted to get into when you said it. <laughs> Glitter and glistening and whatnot that is just so Twilight. And if it's you look when they get out of the uh, and there's sexy vampires in the sexy vampires. If you do, what if the fucking sax man was a vampire? You don't know. He looked like one, right? He was pretty sexy. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> after they go in the the cave and they come out, if you look at their clothes, the Frog Brothers, they're covered oh, they're in glitter. Glittery. Oh yeah. So, which I thought was uh, at the time, I thought that was just a. Uh, I didn't know that they did the glitter on purpose. I thought that that was literally just like every now and then, like special effects from old movies look different because we're seeing them on HDTVs sure, now. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like you'll pick up so things the transfer, that like yeah. I don't think they ever intended. Yeah, oh, and I yeah. thought that was one of those things. They were just trying to make it look like wet, and then that was like a byproduct. I don't know. Uh, Fox has a um, 4K channel that's beta oh. right now, and they only do sport like certain sport certain sporting events. Mm-hmm. I watched baseball in 4K. Was it crazy? I, I switched back to the HD just to be it like, looks it like can't shit. be that much better. Yeah. You could see what the people are eating in the stands. It's wild. So I, oh. you just made my brain go, oh my God, I remember a memory. So back in probably 2004 or five, when HD yeah. was just coming out, I remember watching, we had NHL center ice and we were watching a, a hockey game, probably the Leafs. And my dad at this point had like a 60 inch projection screen TV. Yep. The ones were like, well, they look like you could live in them. Yeah. So we and, had one of those big box motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. And I remember we first got one of the first HD channels and it was CBC Hockey Night in Canada. And it was like, all right, let's switch to it and see what this fucking looks like. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, it looks all right. And just like you said, it can't be that much different. You switch back. You're like, oh my God, we were watching this. Right. It looks like fuzz. I always, I always <laughs> said like, people are like, oh, what's the one thing like, like, what was the question that was asked to me? I don't really remember the question, but the answer was like, like people who are dead. Yeah. Who didn't get to a, like live in an HD world. Like, Imagine. You're imagine right. dying in like 2000. <laughs> you don't even know the best part of whatever. Well, you right. know what? Now you're not. Yeah. Okay. This is weird. I had a conversation with one of my friends last night driving to hockey about this. Like the world ended to me. The good time of the world ended a month before September 11th. Everything was free and everybody was yeah. happy yep. doing their own thing. Yeah. The Everything was booming and then that happened and it changed the course of history, yeah. right? Obviously yeah, yeah. for a big time, but the world itself is completely different now because of that. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like literally innocence lost to the whole world. Yeah. Right. I mean, we literally, we literally gave the government the right to just spy yeah. on us oh, yeah. around the clock yeah, because we were scared. But not only that, but like everything is completely different. Movies were put on hold or just stopped, you know, producing because oh, it could be kind of sensitive to what's going on. People were shitty to each other or yeah. people were nice to each other now for a little bit because of it and all this shit. The world literally stopped for a week because of it. Yeah. Everything was different. Yeah. So going past that, like the world today is completely different because of that one instance, right? So go back another 150 years. People then 
their thought process was completely different than somebody's thought process today, right? Like you could sit there and watch a horror movie today and you go upstairs and you're scared because the light's off, right? Because your brain is making you think of oh, what could be there, these monsters. 150 years ago, you didn't have that. What were you scared of in the dark? Or were you? I, I read a quote one time. It's like, you're, you're not afraid of being alone in the dark. You're afraid of not being alone. Exactly. You know? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, yeah, obviously. I mean, 150 years ago, the fucking devil, dude. Like, witches and shit, honestly. Like, they, you go back too far, and it's, like, literally, like, oh, uh, no, I'm pretty sure the fucking, the fucking whatever, actual yeah. boogeyman is in there, you know? Well, yeah, like, obviously whatever. there's campfire stories, and, like, the stories have been passed around forever. No, I'm sure. talking about, like, you know. You, you, Jesus. Like, you go to, like, not that long ago, and people were, like, literally the devil is in the woods mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. outside of our little provincial town. You're right. Watch the witch. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, okay, so let's say you're walking in the woods today, and you find a cave that maybe no one has been in for fucking 150 years. Sure. You're walking down those steps into it. What's in the back of your mind? You're scared of the things that you have experienced in your life, right? Because that's your brain. It's making it up. So you've seen okay. every scary movie your brain's going, fuck, it could be vampires, it could be this, it could oh, be that, yeah, it could yeah. be whatever. 150 years ago, what's that person going down those You're steps like, thinking? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, probably like the devil. But are they? Because they're the not. Devil. But what, what I'm you saying. You think they're fearless? Well, no, I'm saying. Maybe not fearless, but they don't have as much to be afraid of. That's what no I'm way. saying. They're, then they're afraid of uh, fucking crazy people out in the woods, and they're afraid of fucking. Uh, no, I think people were more fearful back then. Hmm. I, th- well, I, th- I think it's their one of those. took them further. Look at the mythology people have come with. Yeah, come up with, you know? I'm just the saying monsters that people have invented. 150 I mean, years ago is more survival than it was. Okay, what's in this cave? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I got to go down for food or find whatever. Maybe not 150 years, but what I'm saying is, your brain thinks differently now because we're we're seeing all these things, and our brains to me are working differently than someone who's looking for survival. Mm. You know what I mean? So, are you afraid of going down in this dark hole because of? what you've heard of a campfire story or are we more scared now because we have all these things that we're watching that aren't real that in the back of our brain are making us go fuck what the, what could it be or what is that or right i'm scared to go upstairs when the lights are off and i gotta run up the stairs because the boogeyman's gonna get me mm. Mm. i see what you're saying i don't agree but i see what you're saying okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I can keep going i just i keep elaborating with that uh go down that train but you know we don't have to do that we can Talk about whatever we want. This is free reign, motherfucker. Well, I, I, I would say, uh, I would say that, um, like post-industrialization, mm-hmm. right? We we learned to not be afraid of things. We started to think we were invincible. You know, we had we had created our little societies, we created our cities and our towns. We had pushed those edges of the edges of the forest that used to contain the devil beyond even our imagination. Sure, we you know we were safe. Mm-hmm. So so until something. In this case, you know, we, we alluded to 9-11, invaded that space. And it was mm-hmm. like, no, you're you're not invincible in your little... That's why that was so bad. Because mm-hmm. we had created these bubbles of society where we thought, no, we are invincible. We do control everything. Boom. No, you're fucking not. The reason that hurt so much is because it brought us back to the era when we we are... The, the woods are right there. It, it did remind us that, like, no, like, the boogeyman is right fucking there. Like... We, we should have been this scared all along, and we had pushed it away. That was the false reality, was pushing it away. The, I, I, you know, I mean, think... Profound. Pe- people would have children, and they wouldn't even get attached to them until they were, like, four or five years old. Because You're they right, were, yeah. Because they, they were like, they're probably going to die. Like, the world is a harsh, cruel place. Yeah, you're you right. You know, the devil was always in the woods. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and and I think people had a lot to be fearful of before. You know, fucking a fucking dog will fucking kill your whole family in the or a yeah. fucking snake will come into your house and fucking bite you in the middle of the fucking night and kill your whole family and shit. Like you could be cold one night. We don't live in that dead. world yeah. anymore. Yeah, you're right. That's we, what we I'm had saying. one fucking moment. Well, what I was trying to allude to is that of destroying that. You know, right? That illusion. But back to the whole. We are at a different point in thinking because we're safe, right? Right, right. So we're making these things up in our head that mm-hmm. is scary. Right, right, Where right. people back then didn't have that other than maybe campfire stories or whatever. Depends. That's what I'm saying. It depends on what time you're talking about. You yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. when the Lost Boys was released? No, no, no. I'm talking way back, like 150 years ago. They did have ago. things to be afraid of 150 years ago. Way more than we have afraid to be afraid of now. Way more. I understand, but I'm saying, are we making things up in our head worse than what was really there that they were afraid of? Hmm. I see mm. what you're saying. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, I, think, I think they had a pretty fall vivid sleep. Huh? Fall asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this poor guy. I think they had a pretty vivid imagination back then. Uh, what What interests me is if you look at like the creatures we would come up with, uh, like. I don't know if you look at like Japanese mythology and stuff. Oh yeah, it's crazy. All shit. the monsters they yeah. just invented. Yeah, just invented out of their own imaginations. Invented. Very, uh, very interesting things. You know. Yeah. People are pretty creative. Getting back to this, in Max's video store, you can see a single copy of The Goonies, which also stars Corey Feldman. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's there's funny. also a couple other things in the background I was trying to get, and there's, I'm pretty sure a whole bunch of stuff. It was probably. <laughs> movies or whatever that was from the same company. Do the truffle shovel. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Do it. Come on. Corey Feldman almost wasn't in this movie. At the time, Corey struggled with drug abuse at a very young age and showed up to work coming down from a cocaine binge. Wow. Director Joel Schumacher was very upset that Corey kept dozing off like Brent right now. Hey, man, I'm and- sorry. I had a very long weekend. <laughs> in a cocaine binge and was unable cocaine binges and was unable to continue filming so he fired him but he hired him back the next day after Corey apologized and swore to come to work prepared for from then on which he did wow so Brent joking look man (laughs) (laughs) I was reading uh, I was actually reading a little bit about that uh, today um, that like you know Corey Feldman really was sad about Joel Schumacher's laws because he was one of the first people to like be like get your fucking shit together dude like I love you I see, I see a future, like, I think, yeah. you, I think you're talented and everything. Like, one of the first people to believe in him and not use him in the industry and not, you know, he was, like, abused a lot and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, and to not do any of that and just be, like, believe in him. Well, it, but at the same time, if he was being abused, like, he came out and said he was, like, how could you not do drugs to escape from that? You know sure. what I mean? Like, sure, sure. I mean, the dude is 100% a victim. To this day, he still says that he is being blackballed by Hollywood because he knows too much. Yeah. yeah, I believe it too. And it's, and it's, a, and it's always the people, like everybody's like, oh, Michael Jackson, like, uh, you know, Joel Schumacher was like a very promiscuous gay man. Like people would, you would think it would be like, you know. Very promiscuous. Have you seen the sexy sax man? Come on. Right, right. <laughs> no, and you, you, would, uh, you would think it would be, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. those people like in the industry and stuff, but he was like, it's not the people you expect. It is exactly. the people you don't. Well, look at Brendan Fraser. The reason why he got kind of blackballed is some high up, Whatever person fucking tried to touch him and do shit that. with him. I yeah. didn't know that. That's why he was ostracized from probably fucking Hollywood some for a while. Shit. Some, exactly. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Some some really high up guy basically took him aside and whatnot, at like a, one of these things, and basically grabbed his junk and was like, "Come on, let's go." This, and is, he was how, like, this is how not. Hollywood works, bro. Oh yeah. yeah do, you, sure. do you not know who Jimmy Stewart is? Yeah, you're fucking right, man. Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> it's not in my house. It's at Fred's house. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Don't come on. That's a pretty good movie. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> I mean, he was a, they, he was a gay man though. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't imply that doesn't anything, change though. his work. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm just letting I'm just letting oh, it be, right, be right. known. In I'm not a big fan of 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 that movie though. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, it's too long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to disagree. It's wrong. Keeps on going. In Lethal Weapon, when Murtog and Riggs are walking down the street discussing how Murtog owes Hunsaker a movie in the background, there's a marquee that displays The Lost Boys this year's hit. Richard Donner directed that film and produced The Lost Boys. Both were released in the same year. No wow. shit. Yep. Yeah. A little cross promotion there. I like yeah, that. That's kind of cool. Characters in this movie say the name Michael approximately... 118 times. God damn. And I still couldn't fucking remember for the podcast. Michael. Yeah, right? <laughs> Michael. Michael. One of us, Michael. <laughs> Michael. It is how funny. How the maggots, Michael? Michael Scott. <laughs> so, Tim Capello has his own fan page for this movie. And is it OnlyFans? <laughs> it might be at this point. <laughs> like, probably. Play uh, that sax. I'm going to look up Tim Capello OnlyFans. See if it exists. Yeah. I think it's is it Tom or Tim. Tim. Says I got Tim here. Okay, I'm hoping it's Tim. You guys, you don't like Tenacious D, do you? Not too much. You've never heard the Saxman song? No. You need to hear it. It's like a minute it's and so thirty. Good. It's like it's a minute so and thirty funny. seconds. Is it long. about Tom Capello? It would be hilarious if it was. And knowing Jack Black, it might be. Fuck, play some Saxman. It's so good. It is really good. We'll let you listen to yeah, it later. I recommend it. At the time the film was made, Alex Winter was still registered as Alexander Winter in the Union. Joel mm. Schumacher begged him to shorten his name so it wouldn't take up too much space in the titles. Because this name couldn't be changed in time, his full name is still made into the finished film, which completely frustrated Schumacher. Why couldn't... I guess it's Union rules sag union that, he, rules, that he couldn't yeah. change it on the credits. Right, well, you got to think, how many people have the same name, right? So in Union... The, the Screen Actors Guild Awards and whatnot, all that shit, you got to have a name registered. Yeah, yeah. Right? So if you register as Alex Winter versus Alexander Winter, that could be two different people. You can't be credited as sure. Alex on the movie. Man, hold on. I want to call the Screen Actors Guild to start... Throwing names. Random names. Just so people got have to pay you? Yeah. That's Dude, a, that's, a lot of people did that early in the internet. They would buy up dot coms yeah. domain names oh yeah and then they would make fucking bank like, like you buy you own disney.com before disney does you're you never work you again. hold out yeah yeah you hold out and they're, they're like here's a fucking billion dollars like yeah. just give it uh, exactly. to us you buy dot com dot edu dot fucking oh, yeah. gov dot ca dot net everything yeah. what's the website for amazon.ca <laughs> <laughs> what uh what was the movie 40 year old virgin right where he's in the 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 we sell your stuff on eBay store. Yeah. I just want to buy them now. I'm here. Can I? Well, that's not how it works. You oh, the buy boots. It on eBay. Yeah, the, with the gold Is vision. that 40 year old version? Yeah. yeah. That's Jonah Hill, that too. That would be isn't really it? irritating, though. Like, I'd be like, why do you have an establishment? I'm here now. Like, I want to buy it. <laughs> but no, that's not how it works. He's so confused, poor guy. During the climax of the film, Edgar Frog st states that when a vampire bites it, it's never a pretty sight. Some yell and some scream, some go quietly, some explode. Some implode, but all will try to take you with them. All the vampires follow these four deaths exactly. Marco, when staked by Edgar, screams as he dies. Paul dissolves in the bathtub of holy water, causing the plumbing in the house to implode on itself. Mm -hmm. Dwayne and Max blow up. 
and David dies very quietly with minimal struggle. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. That is cool. Yeah. And they do it in the same order that he tells it. Right? Yep. That's really pretty cool. cool. Yeah. The movie didn't originally end on a joke. After the scene with Grandpa at the refrigerator, it was supposed to cut to the surviving Lost Boys regrouping in the sunken hotel. The last shot was of a mural on the wall made in the early 1900s with Max on it, looking exactly the same as he did today. All of this appeared in an early draft of the script, but ultimately was never filmed. Huh. So that would have been a cool different take on it. Other Lost Boys and other vampires? Correct. Interesting. Uh, Like the sax man. Yes. (laughs) I can't with you. (laughs) But no, it would have been, it would have completely changed the whole movie, right? Like the the ending of the movie is comical, right? With grandpa saying whatever. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. All the damn vampires. What does he say? All the something vampires. Right. And you're like, oh shit, he knew about it the whole whole time. time. Right. Fuck you, grandpa. That's why that's why he saves the day at the end when you think about it, and he's got all the stakes on that car. He's been ready the whole time. And man. hold on, if he's driving an old like nineteen hundreds Model <sighs> T Ford, it goes back to the fact that he still might be a vampire. You like know he just what I mean? had that car for a bajillion years, right? Like yeah. he bought it brand new, first one off the fucking show floor. Maybe. I kind of like it. Okay. Yeah. Sex man. Tim Capello, the sexy sex man. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pee for this second. <laughs> has I'm done with sexy sex yeah. man. Has a Spotify. Okay. So he has albums. What's his highest spins? His highest spin is the one song from. Yeah, obviously. Okay. How many streams does it have? It's got to be in the hundreds of thousands, but I don't think it's like really high. I'm gonna say like 150. 150 thousand. Yeah. Try 5.8 million. God damn! <laughs> Holy shit! His okay. Ne- his what's next the next one? Yeah. 38,000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's that's not terrible. You know what I mean? Like Spotify. Dude, if, if I had 38,000 people listening to my shit, I'd be pumped. Yeah. And you got to think, he was big in the early, or sorry, the late 80s, early 90s. So for him to be on Spotify now and have 30,000 of something else, yeah. that's big. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, the the song's called I Still Believe off of the album Blood on the Reed. Of course. And he's dressed as. Yeah. No shirt. No, he's got a shirt got on, shirt. but he's wearing red leather and a cod piece and boots. Is he oiled? Very oiled. Yeah, I got to. Good for him. Oh, my God. That's so great. How old is that guy? Let's. Uh, let's he's got to be like 57. Let's see how old Tim Capello, the sexy sex man, is. How old do you think he's? What did you say? 57, maybe. Tim Capello, also credited credited as Timmy Capello, is an American multi-instrumentalist composer and vocalist. He's primarily known for his saxophone work supporting Tina Turner. Oh, shit, all right. As well as for his musical performance in the 1987 vampire film The Lost Boys. Born May 3rd, 1955 in White Plains, New York, makes him 66 years old. Wow. That was off by almost 10 years. So he, um, yeah, I guess he um, was like a... um, like traveling, that's that's cool. I mean, being with Tina Turner, that's big, dude. Tina Turner was Proud fucking Mary. huge. That yeah, songs nothing but saxophone. Shit, you're right. Big Wookie Boater. I'm gonna listen. To I still believe on the way home. Why not? He put I still believe on his record in 2018. Why wouldn't you? I'd put it on every record. Right. It's Love instant. It. Somebody's buying that. Yeah. Change it up a little bit. 
Yeah. Maybe put a little extra saxophone solo at the end. Maybe at the beginning. Who fucking cares? Who gives a shit? I'm listening to it. Love it. Good for him. So, final decision. Uh, man. It's hard because when I when I was younger, I loved this movie. Sure. It's got I, a great young kid vibe to it that you want to watch it. Like I as said... A, the, as a teenager, I watched this movie... I own it on DVD. I don't even own the Blu-ray. That's yeah, me how long too. I've had me it. Me too. It's the one that has the widescreen and the full screen yeah. on either side. Yep. Yep. Now, yep. I don't look at this movie with, with the rose tinted because it's, it's just, you don't need to. Yeah, I agree with I, that. I, I give this movie a seven. It's watchable. It's not a world beater. Maybe a seven is a little generous, but I've seen it a million times and I like it. And I want, you know, I know my, I know my friends like it. You know, and, I, and if, if if and when I ever have children, they're going to like it, too. Yeah, because they're going to fucking watch it. You're going to goddamn right. Every year. By the way, yeah. when I went and saw Halloween the other night, yeah. a ridiculous amount of, like, young children, kids? like, with their parents. Yeah, that, no, bro. Dude, yeah. I'm talking, like, five and six-year-olds were in there. You know a movie fucking had some of that going on that fucked me up? Fucking Joker. Really? Yeah. Joker. Well, I can understand some people thinking it was a... Batman-esque whatever and not watching a trailer and be like, okay, sure. it's about the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this movie, it's called Halloween Kills, bro. <laughs> yeah. And some of the, some I'm not saying anything about the movie, but some of the kills are fucking rad. Hell yeah, dude. Ah! Some of the kills are rad. I might watch it tonight. I don't know. The stairwell I'll, I'll let you guys know when I watch it. It's on HBO Max. No, the so you don't, you don't have to go to the theater. The stairwell one is good. I pirate everything. Or, or just do that, yeah. yeah. The Black Lady <laughs> in the Kitchen. Although oh, I do want to yeah, go see yeah. it in theaters. I think it'd be a good theater movie. Oh, it's a great it's, theater yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. It's just, God. And I know why they did what they did, because they got, uh, it's just. There's another movie coming out. I get yeah, it, yeah, too. But the only, God, I would say the best damn. part of the movie, Big John and Little John. Big John, Little Big John? Little John. Little John. <laughs> and if you notice, Big John had a small knife, and Little John had a big knife. Yep. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Uh, and you know what's cool? They didn't like every time that dude came on screen. Though all I wanted, to, I just wanted to stand up in the middle of the theater and go, "Look what I can do! Look at it!" <laughs> is it that fucking guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that is the best part of that whole movie. He plays a homosexual in this film. Homo, and it's cool because they don't really like care that they're homosexual. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing like, "Oh, these guys are gay." No, you just, it's you literally just they're just a couple. I'm really yeah. glad that like that part of our culture is over, where it's like, yeah. where it's like a big deal. Like nobody cares. Nobody right. cares. Uh, where we live is getting better, but do down south it's still. Oh, a thing. You, you well, know. fuck down south, then they're fucking idiots. I know, I'm right backwards, like, but I mean, dude, I would say like pop culture as far like is what I mean. Like culturally, pop culture, like okay, like when Ellen Page like had like a big speech mm -hmm. that she came Elliot out. Elliot Page. Elliot, Elliot, you're right. As yeah, well, uh, Elliot Page had a big speech that I mean at the time that he, that he was gay. Sure, I remember being like. Is, are we still doing this? Like, we're still announcing? The, sure, like, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. thought you just were gay. Like, right, I, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that people cared anymore. That you, like, and, and I'm sure that's empowering for people who Ready still, for that like, struggle with all that. Too, by the way. Um, um, Umbrella Academy? Umbrella, yeah, yeah. 2022, apparently. Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Klaus. Klaus is awesome. I, Dude, so random. When season two came out, I binge-watched one and two. And I, they put out some Funko Pops, and I collect Pops. And I pre-ordered a Klaus and a Vanya. And the Vanya came. This was a year ago. Mm. And I, like, emailed the company a couple times over the year, like, hey, 
can I just get like the nine bucks back for the fucking pop? Showed up yesterday after Dude. after a year. That's wow, random as hell. Klaus. All right. We cool. can't beat that then. Yeah, I was pumped. I was like, holy shit. Because oh, yeah. forgot because, about this. But because they're not rare. Sure. It's just that they sold out of their pre order. They 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 sold too many pre orders. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You, you could go on Amazon right now and get it's eleven bucks. I didn't see your uh I didn't see any pops at your place, man. Where do you keep those? You were stoned. They're literally right under my TV. I didn't look at your yeah, TV. I was looking at your are. records. Yeah. Okay. I have mm-hmm. like I only have like seven or eight or something. No, I have like twenty. Is it that many? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Whatever. That's still cool. I, and I got two more at uh, Target the other day. For some reason, they were, like, discounted. They had, okay. they had, they had an OV1 marked down to, like, $3. Buy it, yeah. And a Kramer. Oh, I was just going like to say, $3. those are the ones I want to buy, the Seinfeld ones. I've got a Kramer. I'll give it to you. It's, it was right. $3. All I'll right. bring it right over here. All right. Perfect. Right up there with the Seinfeld set. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I'm up uh, uh, up to episode nine on season two. Okay. Wow. All right. Where going through it? Jerry. It's and getting better, right? Jerry and yes, Jerry <laughs> yeah. and um, uh, 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 Elaine are trying to talk themselves into the friends with benefits. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like, we want this, fuck. but we kind of want that on right. top of this. What about sleeping over? Do we sleep over or do we keep going? Or is what about is that the, work? no phone calls the next day? Right. Yeah. Type shit. They really hit on some shit that's still going on today. And that's why that show just will always stand the test of time. I do not want to age myself. Mm-hmm. Too gotcha. bad. No, no, let me rephrase that. I don't want to sound like an old curmudgeon. Okay. But God damn it. I honestly think the world would be so much, not better, like I don't want to, but cooler. If cell phones did not text and did not have the. I agree with you 100%. I feel like it makes Remember everybody having to call people and make yeah, plans. That's what I'm saying. Like, it makes everybody lazy, right? Yeah. Like I couldn't tell you your phone number right now. But back in the day when I had to call my friends, yeah. I fucking knew your phone number. So my my buddy's dad is the screen printer that's making the shirts for the band. Yep. They, he's moved since then, but they kept the same phone number. Mm-hmm. Knew it by heart. There you go. Because he was my best friend's dad. Right. Because you had to call him all the time yeah. and make plans or whatever. Are or we, remember you street hockey? Yeah, I'm on yeah. the way. Here's my thing about that. Like, I remember back in the day, you made a plan. You, you stuck, stuck to it. Exactly. You had to. There was, right. Yeah, yeah. I'll meet you here at like eight five o'clock. Minutes ahead of time. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you you're there, you're standing around. That person's there at fucking eight o'clock. Because if they're eight 15 minutes late, you're leaving or yeah, you're yeah. doing something else. Yeah. Where now it's like, oh shit, I'm running late, or oh fuck, um, I haven't got well, off the couch yet. Or like, yeah, because something or like something cooler came along in the right. last ten minutes, which exactly. is yeah, fucked yeah. up. Uh, yeah. The world's fucked up. You're right. Dude. Uh, like I said, I'm not trying to sound like an old curmudgeon, but when I watch these old sitcoms, these older movies, it's like, I think they were having more fun. It seems like it, yeah. Without the smartphone. I think you're you're spot on with what's one of the problems with the world today. You pay Obviously, attention yeah. more to your surroundings. Yep. You talk to people more. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing that. When I'm out somewhere, my phone stays in my pocket unless somebody's calling me or I need to check something because somebody's saying, hey, what about this or where are we Allie going? is really, really good at that. She barely looks at her phone. And that's good. Barely. Good. I wish I was like that because I thumbed through whatever the fuck and then all of a sudden an hour and a half it went by. I'm like, what, what am I doing? Where am I at? Yeah. I, well, I'm one of those people who I don't like post on Instagram or Facebook or anything. Like Most of what I post on Instagram is my dog. But yeah, and that's I, fine. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But 
understand what you're saying. Right. I don't go somewhere and I go, hey, look where I am. Hey, like look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing today. Look what I'm doing. But then again, this, like you said, might just be aging ourselves. Like we might just not get it culturally. Yeah, but but, I, but, me, I, but it, I'm guilty of doing that. To me, it's all I'm just an exercise in like uh, it's all an exercise in like ego and vanity. Like every like I can't. Oh, dude! If I if yeah. I like, don't think, you don't think I eat likes, I love likes. If I try to take, no, 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 no. if I try to like think like, uh, uh, you know, like remove myself from like my vanity and ego, I'm like, I don't even see why I have social media at all. Like, if I want somebody to see something, I will text it to that person. I don't need to my share plan, it with my, the general. My plan at the beginning of this year was to get rid of all social media. Yeah, I have not done it. I fucking do it right now. Like, I mean, I no, you need the Facebook to run. The I page. haven't had. Oh, a, <laughs> we were just talking <laughs> yeah. about this. Yeah. I haven't had a Facebook in six, seven years. Sure, I had it for a couple weeks uh, earlier this year uh, because my dog breeder only dealt through Facebook, which is weird. Stupid. See, that shit's so irritating too. Like, I want to know what's up with like bands and stuff in town. Yeah, and you need to be on. Yeah, I, I can't and, keep up with shit unless I'm on Facebook. Right, and to run the fan page, we got to run this you page. I got to be on Facebook to do it. I don't. I I like. I I truly do like Instagram. I like people. What I like seeing, like Tiffany posts, like cool meals all the time. Yeah, I like yeah, seeing yeah. what y'all are eating or sure. what y'all are doing. I get that. People's kids, you know, sure. my dog, people's dogs. The political stuff hasn't fully infiltrated Instagram yet, and I don't think it will because you have to post a picture. And yeah, you can post a political picture, but right. it's just not. I can't sit there and then comment and go through and everything. Right. You can, but it's just mind numbing compared to Facebook. Just, yeah. And my Twitter's about to go away too. I don't. It, the only reason I'm on Twitter is like wrestling, literally wrestling Makes and sense. hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I was on Twitter for a while, and then I was like, I don't need it. And if I needed to get on to see something, I could just click the link to go to the Twitter thing and look at it. I just wish whoever hacked Facebook, yeah, a couple weeks ago, everything too, just deleted it. Yeah. Hell yeah! You know they had the power to. Oh that yeah, that would have been awesome. Just no, get rid of it. But they didn't because they were doing it for a reason. Right, give me money. Yeah, and they got it. Yeah, now they're back up. So. Hey, by the way, we are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. If anybody not wants to fucking, fucking yeah. long. maybe not. I don't know, uh, but we are at the decision reel on all those. Our Twitter right now, we're we're getting some good follows. We're doing some stuff up there. We're getting some good. How would I say uh, connections? Uh, I'm making, gonna making friends. Making friends. With that, I'm gonna say next episode we are actually doing a crossover episode with a podcast called "What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie." We have host Trav and Jess who will join us next mu- uh, week. Will they be phoning in? They will be on Discord, so it's going to sound really good. We're, okay, we're, we're, where where are these guys out of? I have no fucking idea. I guess we're going to find out next Monday. Huh? Yeah, we're gonna. I guess we're going to find that what out. What shitty movie are we watching, Steve? We're going to watch Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. I figured let them uh, pick it just because it's going to be a Halloween centric episode because well, that be will our, be it'll, Halloween. It'll be our last uh, uh, spooky spooky season uh, movie. Exactly. So, so I figured. You said it. We would have. I, know, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it, but I'm gonna say it. I figured we'd have them on just because they do only scary movies. Yeah. Um, and it would be a cool crossover episode to do it with the Halloween thing and everything. And Pumpkinhead is a great shitty Halloween have you seen horror it? movie. Yes, I have. God damn it, you've seen um, everything. There's not much that I haven't, and I, I some bitch. Yeah, I know. But I will say, up until like 2015, I watched almost any movie that came out. And then, for whatever reason, I think it had to do with the Fast Five movies. Yeah. That I was like, I, I can't. I just don't want to fuck with I can't. Movies, yeah. That, they that, literally that, ruined cinema yeah, for you. Yeah, pretty much. I was just like, this is getting right. too much. Movies I'm out. are out. I'm out. I'm done. Right. And then I was like, I don't need to watch every movie, you know? So, but since then. But we didn't get to George's pick, or sorry, George's score or my score yet. I've been thinking a lot movie. about it. Um, Probably 
I'll, I'll say a seven. Uh, it's much better than I expected. Uh, six. I'm going to say six. Six. It's not that great. Um, it's not good, but it's so entertaining that you can't not watch it. It was with pretty it's entertaining, on, right? uh, but there's no substance to this movie. No substance. That's what makes no sense about it, right? Whatsoever. Like, why is it entertaining if there's no substance to it? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to chew on. Is man. it? Is it, it the style of the movie? That is literally all it offers is like mild entertainment. Uh, may, barely more than mild. Like the special effects are okay. The they're story not even good. Is okay. The part where they're like jumping at each other looks so bad. Yeah, like I don't really know what it is about this movie that like keeps my attention, but somehow it does. I know. Gets a solid six, I guess. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Good old seven. Just seven. because, again, the same thing that you said. Like, the movie's not good, but it's so entertaining that it just keeps your focus, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's on TV, like, dude, seriously, last night I got home and I started watching it again because it was on just because I was like, Tiffany, you didn't watch this. Let's watch it. And we started watching it, and then I was like, fuck it, let's go to bed. And I don't know, something about it. I'm going to watch this movie every year just for spooky season all the time. I got the giant fucking poster. I don't care. <laughs> so yeah with that being said i think that about does it for this episode thanks for everybody who's listening tuning in even though tuning in is not a thing because it's not the radio yeah sorry <laughs> sorry about my lack of enthusiasm it's today. all good <laughs> going through one he's going through it it's uh, all good you showed up you're I here i won't give you shit like you gave me shit it's well at least fun. i'm here bitch Ooh, <laughs> ooh. getting so, them I, I deserve it. It's fine. It's, it's all okay. good. Yeah, it's all good. It's I don't fine. care that much. I know you don't. <laughs> it's all good. But we're here. We're doing things. Like I said, if you want to reach out to us on our socials, we're on the Facebook, the Instagram, the, the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, say something. Request a movie. Uh, whatever. We're here to do anything you guys want to do. If you want to guest spot, whatever, even yeah. though Brent's like, I hate guests, apparently, we're going to still have guests on. I don't it hate guests. Matter. I just don't want too many. I don't want too many. It's fine. We're good with that. But yeah. Um, yeah. Reach out. We do like the um, interaction of our listeners, for sure. For sure. George, what do you got to say? Thanks for listening. All right. <laughs> I like it. Perfect. I, where are we? Yeah, thanks for listening. It's all good. All right, but thanks, guys. All right.